2: This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome
0: to. No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You Want to be the man? You gotta beat the man! Woo! The Kids Do Big Fact! Sucker!
1: Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. AE, and my co host, not Deion Sanders, for primetime. What's going on, y'all? No, it's no I'm not gonna
2: introduce black snow
1: today. Oh, yeah, go bring or, or is that it's, it's not you the P R I M E? <laughs> you know what you said oh, yeah, like right the now? P R I M
2: E. My bad, my bad, my you, bad, my
1: bad. I'm about to say <laughs> you, you sound like when they asked Keep sweat the single series XM, and he was like <clears throat> y'all got me too early in the
2: morning. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he did not want to let down his sweaties.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I seen her
2: last night, I saw her standing there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, joining me is my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch.
3: I don't have Q to do my air horns for me or uh, no. or swag. So, hello, everyone no, I'm just letting
1: you know the next it episode of Turntables, you do. We got to talk about Q Sweat not seeing on Series XM. No, Exposing himself. No, we don't. And I'm on wine.
3: Exposing to
1: who we are. Okay, go no. ahead. No, who don't know the Q people they, out here that Q Sweat can really blow.
3: Who? <laughs> Deion Sanders. They, mu- they must be
1: deaf.
2: <laughs> because Deion Sanders can show things.
3: Oh, his song Listen, yeah. oh. must be the money if he could he can sing,
1: he should have gotten for his song. Hey, Deion Sanders has the greatest line. You ever see a cheetah stretch?
2: <laughs> Please
1: start the podcast. Please. So, uh, welcome back to the No Give Me See the Podcast. Uh, got a big show for you guys today. We got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, first, also remember we are on a new channel. Make sure you subscribe to the Nerd Coalition Studios and Nerd Coalition Level Up. Channels the level of where we do the gaming and their coach Studios where we do the wrestling mm-hmm. and the, uh, the the fat reacts and of course um the, the movie reviews we are, I I plan on bringing back hopefully with prime time the classic wrestling pay per views mm-hmm. that we used oh, to do on the podcast okay. yep. and at, at this time you know we're gonna uh, gonna update them a little bit a little bit more so uh, uh, uh,
2: are we gonna actually watch good pay per views.
1: You know, watching the trash ones is the funny ones. I
3: mean, you
1: can watch some good ones in there too. I you know, here is the thing: you know how many good pay per views that we watched, and I'm, I'm hoping for prime time somebody to make a joke, and everybody just sit there like, "Yeah, that was good. That was a great match. I liked it. That. that was a great match." I was like, "Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. It's a great match." But I'm trying to talk about like we need to watch like Starrcade 2000. You know, we gotta watch you know the ECW December twenty twenty one. Anything from WCW two thousand
2: is just
1: trash. I got uh. I know mayhem. You know what I am saying? We gotta well watch uh. that and then that, that way we can you know branch uh lay sketches of view of wrestling because I would love to hear her you know, talk about you know high top fade booker t. Yeah,
3: because
1: I didn't watch WCW. She didn't watched none of it. So I was, so, so having some good old classic. Oh,
3: she's oh she is
1: so lucky. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> nobody in my house supported my wrestling habit. So <laughs> I watched
1: what I could, and that was WWF yeah. at the time. Now I'm not saying sit here and watch the good WCW stuff. I'm talking about, but you know you got to watch the everything from 2000 WCW pay per views because those things is atrocious. Because uh, oh, there's some good. Ones. But anyway, I'm going to bring back the classic reviews. So keep... okay,
2: just, just real quick, just yeah. real quick. What, what, what's the one with the four corners match Booker T and Jeff Jarrett?
1: Oh God, that was Slam
2: Hey. She, she need to watch that match first that need to be her first match
1: so she you mean can see the, the San look on the 49ers face? match yeah no so
2: call.
1: she can see the look on Booker T's face <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah, as he wrestles he's just like why the hell am I here
3: this man didn't been through some stuff
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so also I put up about the classics uh, the classics and stuff like that and also classic movie reviews for wrestling also I want to bring back because I want to watch some uh,
3: what you want to watch the chaperone
1: no ready to rumble yeah <laughs> 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 but I'm also. I mean, we can watch the chaperone. We can watch I mean, countdown. We
2: don't have to watch. Look, it. I have no problem
1: with the chaperone.
3: As long as we don't have to watch the big show show again. Oh, with Terry. Oh my God,
1: that show gave me a headache. That show is played for all the wrong reasons.
3: Yeah, yeah, like what are we doing here? I, okay.
1: And then I did tell all dirty I want
3: <laughs> Jaleel White to not be Urkel so bad, but I, just, I need him to pick better roles. Please. For the <laughs> love of God.
1: So, I mean, so we'll, we'll obviously dis- d- discuss that, but be be, uh, be prepared for all those kind of things. Um, make sure you guys also uh, check us out. Check out spacesfilly.com, which we are a part of. spacefully.com Get all your podcast needs. You can catch the Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror War Show, both sides and. The Market Dark Show. You can also catch the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well as the No Give Me Me the Wrestling podcast, Nerdgasm Talk podcast, Touch well, say my coach and beyond, hosted by Lady Sketch.
3: She'll be returning soon.
1: Yeah, and Drunk Thoughts and so- uh, Sober Tongues. And hopefully I can get his balls down so they hook up because there's so much sports to talk about, especially inside the NBA bubble.
3: Bro, well, everybody is leaving the bubble. I don't
1: know. I'm gonna see what's happening. Uh, because they don't want to be there. Yeah, uh, I get they it. They want to play, I mean, but they I mean, just don't want to be contained. If I get served with, you know, new noodles and a cup of gravy with some with some grilled chicken, that's they it. they out
3: here trying
2: to bring IG models into the bubble. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. thing. The
1: world's,
3: <laughs> the world's like, all right, I'm going to the strip
1: club to eat. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> My man went, like, I just want some wings. Everybody's like, when you go to the strip club to eat, you know, hungry. This is, first of all, I could have said this is, their, this is their time off. Yeah. Summertime, so you know what I'm saying, and they got to still play basketball. So, but we will talk about that balls now. So, uh if you guys check all that stuff out. Make sure you check us out on all the podcast apps: Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh also on YouTube Premium. If you guys listen to your podcasts on YouTube as well, so there's always a free thing for YouTube Premium. But I, to my understanding, if you have Google Play, YouTube Premium should already be available to you. But like actually, I'm still testing that theory. I've never. I need that, I. But QFlow swears it's a thing. So I won't believe my man QFlow. Right. Which by the way you can also check out the Real Once you get to Real where you guys can find all your Nerd Coalition merch, you can find the, the Nerd Coalition the the new studios logo with the Shazam logo going through. Find the old retro logo. Find the no giving the rusty podcast logo T shirt. So make sure you guys check all that stuff out as well. Check out Q Flow's merch under the layover merch and the war drum. His hot album that's going over. I mean, Q is in Atmosphere right now. He's in Stratosphere. You know he has a new song
3: as well.
1: He has a new, he has a new single. What was it called again? I believe
3: it's called "Been Free." But ben. let me make sure. I don't yeah. want
1: to say the wrong stuff. You can continue. Okay, yeah. So, uh, my man Q Flow definitely got that new uh, track that's out. So make sure you guys go and support that as well as. Uh, I was
3: correct. It's called "Been Free."
1: Been free or like, like i been free or like, like hey
3: I've been free. Gotcha. B-E-E. Gotcha. D. That's a lot of E's Yeah. <laughs> it's like B E E N.
1: Gotcha. Oh. It's a, so uh, big things going on in wrestling, But before we get into the actual hardcore wrestling stuff, we got I just gotta bring up real quick that we lost Regis Philbin. Yes. Yeah.
3: There a lot of people. Like
1: yeah. four or five people died in the last two days. Yeah. I mean this, yeah. Uh, we oh. lost we lost icons in like the past week or so. Um, Star like John Lewis was last week.
3: John Lewis was last week, and CT Vivian. Yeah, I do not remember her name. I don't want to say it wrong, but um, she was like a Hollywood starlet. She's 104. She died.
1: Oh, Gone I, with the Wind. Yes. Yes.
3: I was her name wrong. Um, Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac died. Like, there's really a lot going
1: on. It was. There's <laughs> a lot
3: going on in the last couple of days.
1: And we lost Regis Philbin, and I had to bring her Regis Philbin because Regis Philbin was a huge wrestling fan who knew
2: yeah
1: I yeah, mean I'm saying. if you watch wrestling
2: you know, but yeah well it's a difference right? he, he, he just watched wrestling he wasn't a fan he just watched
1: yeah so, so I mean there, there was uh, Tanya you know, he well, had the wrestlers on and, and interviewed and interviewed them Hulk Hogan all the time you know saying that he, he would get the moves you know had, to, had, had the moves yeah. and put on them stuff like that now everybody remember probably remembers Regis Philbin from Regis and Kelly or
3: from
0: who The
1: Millionaire, millionaire yeah because, you know, at first, it, it you know, it took me out, but it only took me about 0. .3 seconds to realize that's the wrong dude. And I was just like, what's going to happen with Wheel of Fortune? Did I stop myself?
3: Baby. Oh, Come no. Now.
1: <coughs> I stopped myself.
3: First of all, you got the wrong host that is um, ill right now. <laughs>
1: that is yes. Alex
3: Trebek yes. on Jeopardy.
1: No, no. Wheel of Fortune I'm talking about. I know I Al back on Jeopardy. Okay. I said, what's the name of So you thought he
3: was past uh, Jack.
1: But that, that's the, I, I, for a minute, I was just like, didn't like, no, that. I I said 0. .3, so I was in a full my second God. when I switched <laughs> back over. So I just wanted to make sure I put out that back. I don't mind admitting that I was wrong. Or, you know, or my brain took me to another Nobody thing.
3: Nobody knew you could
1: have kept it to yourself. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> what, but you know what I'm saying? I every now and then watch Regis and Kelly. You know what I'm saying? while I'm at the, at the okay. doctor's office.
3: It I wasn't even Regis and Kelly when I was still watching it it was Regis and Kathy oh
1: yeah okay
3: as in Kathy Begins. I
2: remember I watched yeah. sorry sorry I, mm-hmm.
1: I, I, my bad. no 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 go ahead speak the peace.
2: no I'm just gonna say I, I just remember watching the episode with like Sean and Diesel on there and uh I think Bret Hart was on there
1: yeah I think boy, them were on it,
2: too I kinda like watch watch in full interview without watching
1: clips I'm about to say because your you boy Hogan was on there too clanging in the band no I didn't
2: watch that I I had no
1: idea he was even on this shit. <laughs> no, because mean, you know what? Because I remember growing up, Regis and Arsenio Hall had the wrestlers on there.
0: Yeah, if, I, if had I remember, had when everybody.
1: Arsenio Hall had Macho Man on there, he, he had yeah Ultra <laughs> Warrior, there, and, and Arsenio Hall was like. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When Ultimate Warrior uh, like <laughs> was on
2: with him? He
3: asked what Ultimate, War- Ultimate Warrior was wrong with
1: him? I, I can see everything I was saying yeah. before. it's kind of flew past shit. Like, no, no. Oh.
2: It, it just. Because it just registered. No, no, no. He
1: said it was on hit his face. Ultimate
2: Warrior oh. was in character. He was in character he the
1: was going whole like time.
2: Uh,
3: when, yeah. is he, when was he not, though? Like, I feel like after a certain uh-huh. point, the coke just
2: don't wear off. But, I mean, he was not even, like, talking regularly, like, how you doing? I'm doing good. He was, like, literally, like, yeah, like he was being
3: possessed. So, he was getting the, uh, what was his name? Dr. David, uh, he, was, he was in character, <laughs> like, where he slept, John? Yes. Oh, yeah. Muscle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In he said, I don't leave character. Don't come and fuck with me.
1: But uh Regis Philbin uh, also. a lied about the steroids,
2: too. You know? Oh, Jesus.
1: But 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 Regis Phil was also a, a guest on was it WrestleMania 8 that okay, it was. Wasn't he on a WrestleMania at some point or Yes. Something? He was on it along with Al also. But he was because I remember they have, the, they have the they put up the clip of him interviewing the Undertaker and Paul Bear hmm. backstage. Uh-huh. So, you know, I didn't get to uh, insta- uh, huh?
2: I was gonna say I know I got the wrong old guy, but who was that guy that interviewed Andre the Giant got choked?
1: Oh, that was um God, what was that? Famous old man.
3: Famous old man. That narrows it down.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm about to say it's not Johnny. It was that definitely wasn't Johnny Carson. I'm, I'm saying,
3: going to go and Google it.
1: Okay, as we should do. You know what I'm saying? Always have, Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, but you know, so Regis was was definitely involved in all the stuff that you know the wrestling. Uh, we put out a statement. Uh, Hulk Hogan said something. I did not watch it. Well, I'll just say, but I have to say, if if he, if he if he cut a uh, Mean G promo like he did. Over, like you did with me, G. That was just
3: too much. It was just it was just too much. Oh, you know, Regis used to be Bob One of my brothers
1: Bob Iker. Bob Iker? Bob Iker, there you go.
3: Okay, yes, okay,
1: yeah. Iker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
3: Iker, is it? I'm this the way you spelled it. I'm sorry. Oh.
1: Yeah, so um rest in peace to Regis for twenty twenty has just been terrible.
3: Twenty twenty and, keep has and brother. <laughs> absolute garbage. <laughs> the it, absolute garbage.
1: It has been. We lost. We lost another legend. So may he rest in peace. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Um, starting off the show, so we we got a lot to talk about today, and I mean it's going to be like filtering with everything. Um, but, but I want to start off with since uh, pe- people, you know, their contracts are finally up, and, and they're allowed to speak how they want to speak. Uh, we, we last week we talked about Anderson and Gallo shooting on Paul Heyman, and shooting on the stuff like that. That Eric Young comes out, and here's the thing: Eric Young. I, I know you're not familiar with Eric Young before WWE, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Oh, she missing out. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: I've heard you ain't say thing. that. You ain't say that, bro.
1: But uh, and I, I'm not talking about Super Eric. I'm talking
2: about a little after Super Eric, a little before the Daniel Bryan thing, kind of in that middle middle
1: spot. Yeah, I mean, like, cause I used to watch Eric Young all the time with TNA.
3: But I didn't. I actually
1: liked him when he was in NXT. Oh yeah, well he did too.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's
1: just he did too. Poor baby. And he calls he he called WWE a broken system, and I'm gonna kind of like break down some of the things that he said.
3: Even if you don't, I feel I agree. Yes. (laughs) I
1: agree. Um, he told Busted Open Radio because he did an interview of his experience with WWE and the, the problems he encountered on the main roster. He said, the NXT part went great. Mm-hmm. I was treated well. Hunter and me worked very closely on development of Sanity and the group. Mm-hmm. I really felt felt like I had a say of what went on. Obviously, not the final say. But I was uh, listened to and asked to contribute the NXT run. Sanity was one of the top acts in the whole company. Cool. It was. Then we transition to the main roster and everyone knows how it went. It didn't go well. Sometimes you fall out of favor. It's not what you did or didn't do. I never changed who I was and I'm not going to. I'm not a political person. Never have been. That's probably been a, 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 a hindrance on my career. I refuse to be political. The truth is the system is broken. It's hard to get a word in. Even when you're doing nothing, it feels like you're trying to fix people's mistakes all day. Mm. There's no creativity. They want everyone to be the same, bump the same, sell the same, There uh, and there's millions of rules. Those change daily. Mm. It's really hard to understand what's going on. The system is flawed, and I would say to anyone there and Vince himself, I'm not the first person he's made a mistake on and i won't be the last person he's made a mistake on i don't think it's any anything personal anytime we were in a room together and we spoke he was always respectful i had two decently two decently long conversations uh they went well i thought he understood where i was coming from i i'm a man and i'm not going to stand in a hallway for hours to talk to him I could be wrong and stubborn on my part, but I'm a 40-year-old man, and I'm not going to wait in the hallway like a child to maybe get five minutes to talk to him. I said my piece. He seemed to be responsive, but nothing ever came of it. I don't take it personally. He made a mistake. And as the leader of the company and the person who decides everything, remember that line the person who decides everything.
3: Did he say that or you saying that? That's what Eric Young just said. Okay,
1: it's a massive mistake. You have a three hour television show, if you can't find five minutes for Eric Young, your show is broken.
3: <laughs> You're supposed to be your own biggest cheerleader,
1: exactly. So, I agree. A lot of what Eric Young is saying because, you know, a lot of things, you know, once again, we see as fails on the outside. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the system's broken on the inside. And it's just so happens that it's so apparent that they're showing their broken seams on the outside.
3: Yes, they are.
1: And uh, I was listening to my podcast on Sound Master Sounds Off. And he made a good point. He says, you know. They got a new game coming out. I talk about. I'm not talking about uh, 2K Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the World of Tanks game. Okay. And it's a crossover game because W's been getting a lot, lot of crossover stuff.
0: Because
1: okay. they, they just had a crossover with King of Fighters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said the superstars tanks that they, they, they have is like Sergeant Slaughter, The Undertaker, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and John Cena. I, I All I of I'm these people don't here, work point? there anymore. I, just just before you
2: need to get into it. Yeah. I, what age of people is this
1: for?
3: That's what I was yeah. just about to ask. Just about to ask the same question.
1: I don't know what world one, takes it because I know it's a it's a console going mobile game and I don't play... I say, it. Is it
3: a, a cell phone game?
1: Because I don't play mobile games. So, so
3: it's a game for your
2: phone basically. It, it
1: looks like it'll be a mobile game but I think it's coming to console also. So more I'm
2: saying like even if it's for somebody like even like your age y'all age mm-hmm. who wants to play with Sergeant Slaughter over like other people
1: way you know other people just saying I mean no you're, you're absolutely right and he was saying the same thing when they brought back the the WWE Ice Cream Bars mm-hmm. it's Roman Reigns Macho Man Becky Lynch and John Cena why
0: <laughs>
1: and now once again Becky's not there Roman's not there now I mean when the bars came out he, he was probably there Cena is you know what I'm saying part time at best mm-hmm. and Macho Man's dead
3: Yes, like you can even put a, a, a legend who's alive on there. Like, I could see if you say we have, run yeah. wh- with me on this. We have these, these new ice cream bars. In each box, you get one legend ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. So this box is Macho Man Randy Savage. This box is Hulk Hogan or whatever. I could see that. But why are we doing promotion? Active promotion. For new products With stars who have not wrestled With your company In over I don't know 20 years At this point Yeah And Macho Man been going for how long
1: 2011
3: So what Also uh-huh. Cause I was listening to that portion Of the Solid Monster um, Podcast as well And it was just like They are living Like he was saying They were living in the past They're definitely They're just living off of That the glory days As they see it And It doesn't make any sense Because if This is a mobile game The demographic more than likely Is like our son
1: Yeah
3: Who's 10 Will be 11 this year He might know Who Stone Cold is Or know who the Rock is But the Rock that he knows Is the Rock that was in Jumanji
1: Yeah uh,
3: and they are—they do not give a shit about a Sergeant Slaughter, or they definitely don't care about an Ultimate Warrior. And like I said, at best, you got Stone Cold and The Rock. Like, what are we? What exactly are we doing, John Cena? Fine, but
1: but but it's I'm not, confused. But, but, but actually, I'm not fine with Cena neither.
3: I'm not saying I'm fine oh. with him being on it. I'm saying if you're going, if you're trying to reach this demographic, mm. the only person on there. That they would be able to readily identify is John Cena.
1: Vince Man has this problem. Cause you know, he, he mentioned also this past week that he needs to create new stars. But he, this is the problem. How many a of, must be a rest of fans, how many times have you heard quotations, Visigman said I need to create new stars? <laughs> Oh, did, he, did he not come out in the ring and had everybody surround the ring after the yeah. there and said, I want to see who has ruthless aggression? You need to reach for the brass ring.
2: Not before I
1: tell you to, though. Exactly. WWE, for the past three years, has had the most loaded roster of all time, of any wrestling company. And the thing is. Vince McMahon cannot see the fact that he gets tired of people. He, he, the attention span is just like an ant. It just doesn't... It, I it, it, don't it's know low. if
3: it's his attention span or if it's just him being a fickle person. Anyway, I am starting to wonder if he's stuck in his glory years.
1: Well, he is, but I'm saying he don't see what makes Aleister Black Aleister Black.
3: Yeah, he don't understand the appeal.
1: And then once again... It, it, well, exactly. Exactly and then once again he doesn't see what makes Ricochet Ricochet you know he, yeah, he only sees uh, my bad sorry. No, no 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 go, 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 go ahead I, you, know. you know he only sees jumping flips that's it that's, <laughs> it. that's it
3: they yeah. see that as I think they see that as fleeting it's like Rey Mysterio came in and that was cool but that's that's all we need I, I don't I don't understand that mentality it's to me, the one of the best examples right now that's happening right now. There's a bunch of them, but Bianca Belair, you have a struggling ass women's division, like on lay struggle. Bus. not
1: as much as AEW, but go ahead.
3: I mean, well, yeah, no, it's not uh, like that. When I say struggling, it's like you could be doing more with this. Why are you not utilizing everyone and anything you have? We doing karaoke yeah. segments
2: because apparently that's more important.
3: Right? With Lacey Evans and Naomi, like, what are we doing? Where is Bianca Belair? She comes back to tag with Ruby Riot and got Ruby Riot running around <laughs> clapping at people. Like, what are we doing? I don't, I don't understand.
1: You know, it goes, it goes more deeper than that. Also, I mean, I know.
3: I'm just saying one I, that comes off top of my head.
1: Uh. I, I sit there and I, and I I looked at look look at the, the the stars that we have, and then obviously with the with the COVID going down, this is your opportunity to make new stars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you look at how Triple H has made Keith Lee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how he's worked with Karrion Cross, how he's worked with. Uh, the undisputed Cosplay Eric- Goldberg? Yes, Cosplay Goldberg. <laughs> how, how he has brought up Dominic Dijakovic. How he has uh, you know brought up Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. How the Robert Stone brand is actually entertaining. You know what I'm saying? As it's not just some throwaway group that they made. This is when you carefully calculate and you put different segments on TV for people to remember mm-hmm. and to help grow and to do things like that. Then, then, then you get to the main roster. You got some old Joe on. First of all, on commentary, and
3: commentary,
1: and I mean, he, he's good on it. But I'm just like, but Joe need to be in the ring. You know, he
3: does. I mean, it it oh. does not help that he is better at it than some of your commentators. Yeah, that's problematic. But
1: <laughs> uh, you know, and it's like you 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 pick and choose these big guys. It's like, okay, Lash is going to be fine. McIntyre's going to be fine. But you know you, you're you're doing a slow build, but you're not taking, you, you're not taking time to build anybody else, Mm-mm. and it's it's the thing where I really like he's stuck in the the way Vince McMahon books television is like he's booking like it's once again like it's either 1991, mm-hmm. 1995, like back when there was no Nitro. Back when his, I mean, right now AEW's out there, but he don't see that all the threat that Vince sees as an AEW threat is that guys are leaving to go to AEW. Yeah. But he don't see an AEW like it's going to grow enough to kick me out the wrestling business. I'm the top shit right now. Yeah. So when there is no competition, there there, there is no need that everybody's not the same.
3: Also, because uh, I think it's AEW doesn't directly compete with one of the brands he cares about. Yeah. If AEW had to co- directly compete with SmackDown mm. and was getting better ratings than SmackDown, yeah, then maybe he'd give a shit. Probably still not, but maybe.
1: Like the whole sanity, th- I I think this is what, what really happens because Eric Young said His time there he was really falling, he was falling out of love with wrestling. Then when he got back to page, he started to, to love it again because you know, yeah, I said these these all all these wrestlers. They, they want to get shot at WWE. That means the big company. That's the, that's, that's the moneymaker. You want to be at WrestleMania. You want to do all that stuff. But once again, when they go to NXT, a lot of these guys, is that they got a chance to build their personality, build who their character is. And then if they come to the main roster and Vince don't like that character, or feels though that I don't think that the audience is going to be in tune with this. Because once again, you got to think the demographic has grown to more kids now. Not us. It ain't about us anymore, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. And but sometimes you gotta understand. Just like I, just like we being my uh, my wife was telling my mother the other day, these kids today are not that dumb and naive. There's not too us. much outlets for this, this stuff to happen. Mhm. Yeah. Like. You mean tell me if all of a sudden Eric Young came out of nowhere and they gave him a title shot and he won a championship, dumb kids are gonna remember like, oh, he was getting he was chasing for that twenty four seven championship and getting his ass bust months ago. They didn't forget that. And he, he's expecting that they that they have gone up there and they have completely forgot that. The same thing with the whole R truth and, and and Drew Maverick thing, Drake Maverick thing. That thing worked. They made it work, but now R has nobody. He has nobody. They stripped him of Carl they off. stripped him of Carmella. Uh, Drake Maverick's on, on NXT and I'm just like, so, now is, if he has nobody to play off with, he has no storyline, he's about to look like a joke.
3: And, you know, I don't understand I, I'm sure there was an end game there, but splitting him and Carmella up didn't do hmm. either one of them a service. Like, it did both of them a disservice. It did. Because what is Carmella doing?
1: She, I ain't seen on no TV. She's the podcast.
3: <laughs> ever since, especially ever since she got sick. I ain't seen it back. I ain't seen it do anything of substance. Now, at I mean, least. I,
1: I understand why he did that because Corey Graves on SmackDown. But uh, <clears throat> I would have bought Archibald over to SmackDown. I keep on SmackDown.
3: I mean, yeah. It's like, what is that? Because it's not like him being on Raw makes that big of a difference. But see, even if the demographic is kids, this is the, this is the part about being out of touch. If the demographic is kids. You still not pushing the people that the kids care about. Because if you had somebody that could make him understand like that's uh. gonna happen twitter or instagram you'd see there are kids all over the place who are who look up to and dress up like and get excited about your naomis your bianca Belairs, your um lacey evans as far as like the women you and you got kids like that want the mustafa ali mask and stuff. like they yeah. they uh-huh. this is the people that resonate with the kids, the kids don't give a shit about the big a big Braun Strowman for real. Like I'm not saying that nobody cares, but it's not like that's all they are but, drawn to.
1: But you're right. But once again, you took you took in when you took it, you, t- you have taken the mystique away from Braun Strowman.
3: I don't even care about him being champion. Yeah,
1: I, sometimes you forget. And I'm I, like, listen, I yeah.
3: definitely did. Last week, I was like, Wait, oh, Braun Strowman's champion. Universal completely yes, forgot uh, about
1: it. All okay. right. Yeah, so he, he's the first champion but once again, what title defenses he had against, he, he won against Miz and Morrison at uh, you know, uh at, at was it Backlash or, 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 or wherever it was made? I don't know, the handicap match he had and he, he beat him <laughs> so, Y'all not
3: doing no, he's doing back no back. favors with that forgettable ass swamp match
1: yeah. they're not doing him no favors but once again they try to try, try put all their eggs and the bass with the fiend mm-hmm. but, I'm, but there, there, there's so many people you can play off of because once again you can complain about not having Andy on the Ross because everybody wants to you know, leave for the COVID I'm like you have willing people there mm-hmm. you have uh, there's Cesaro, there's Shinsuke Nakamura there is uh, people
3: still arguing about Cesaro did you see Mick Foley talking about how Cesaro should have been given a, a I think he said a title run
1: Cesar so should have been got a title run. Cesar yeah. so so should have been got a title run. R-
3: many people agree with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was the whole thing. Said that Dolph Ziggler should have been got. He should have taken more seriously. They, they make him out to be a joke. Jugger- people got to say that this is the booking by one man. And then when he got Paul Heyman in charge, and Paul Heyman was just like, look, I want to push these guys to try to make. You got to give them. When you start from the scratch, mm-hmm. you got to give them time. Do y'all think all the legends that we have now, Go back and see how they started. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is part of the Rockers, okay? And then after he threw... Uh, Jene tried to get away from uh, from the barbershop. He trying uh, to
3: jump out the window. Trying
1: to jump out the window. Shaw <coughs> Shawn Michaels had a, a, a string of Intercontinental Championship matches with Tino Santana. <clears throat> and Gold Dust and all that stuff to, to build his character up. He had that awesome ladder match at WrestleMania. Turned him into a star. And... Then when it's finally time to win a championship, he won the championship and he became the work. That's how you build but it took about three, four years to get yeah, to that. Some people point. don't
2: yeah, some, some people, people don't even
1: like that loan to invest. Is that Stone Cold didn't come in as Stone Cold, so Cold came in as the ringmaster.
3: Well maybe that explains yeah. this five year contract nonsense.
1: No. Well, the, come on,
2: you're gonna think that's gonna build up like
3: I know, <coughs> we know why he's doing this five-year contract. We know.
1: It don't, it don't but, have to take that long. It's like, when Paul Heyman, I, I, now we know that Giles and Anderson called Paul Heyman a liar, which he is, and he has lied to a lot of people, but Paul Heyman made a good point when he was on Stone Cold's podcast. I'm about to say, when
3: this man was running from people because they couldn't cash their checks, I believe
2: yeah. anything. <laughs> <It's laughs> ran sure from uh, Tommy James. This is
1: what Paul Heyman did. He said, look, he said, if you take a guy like Mark Henry, mm-hmm. And week one, you give him a headlock where he takes this guy down and he squeezes his head to almost to a pulp, right? And each of his matches for the next 30 weeks, he keeps beating these guys with this headlock. Mm-hmm. Nobody get, First of all, now not only did you, you build Mark Henry as this in- unstoppable beast, but that headlock gets over. Mm-hmm. And okay. then so now when you have built this guy up, when Strowman was still flipping cars and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then now you get Braun Strowman in there, it's like that draws way to see what happens. The last time I there was a match that I was truly invested in in WWE, where I was just like, I need to get back home and see this match, was I'm gonna see if you can take a guess, Prime Time.
2: AJ versus Seth?
1: No. Samoa oh. Joe versus Brock Lesnar, great balls of fire. Oh
2: yeah, You okay. hmm. meant pay for you,
1: that was the last time I was just like
2: man,
1: that was the last time that I said hey I need to get back and see this matchup because they booked that thing so right that there was no way in hell I was like Samoa so Joe actually got a chance to take this thing off of Brock Lesnar that's how it started good, out good too what'd you say man it started off good too it started, yeah, it started out great and I was just like that, that, and that cost money great balls of fire it, it, it drew interest there is no interest anymore because you take the time to not care. You keep, uh, you, uh, it's like you, you try you're to build Seth Rollins, but there's something for Seth Rollins to do. Who's about to leave anyway?
3: It feels like they have no follow through either. Like, you <clears> have <throat> decent matches, and then you have shitty endings, like the Bailey, <clears throat> Sasha Banks, um, the. Awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? The, the Sasha Banks and Asuka <clears throat> thing with Bailey. And it's like, y'all. Come on. Who like they like, <laughs> so, so right do better.
1: The reason they got they, they got to go to Randy Orton because there's no there's nobody for Drew McIntyre to face at Summerslam. Mm-hmm. he going he's the but but Randy Orton brought back his legend killer gimmick. Edge got injured, so they had to wait to that match to WrestleMania. But here's the thing, <clears throat> there's nobody for Drew to face, and I'm just like, honestly, this could have been the Bobby Lashley chance did, to take that take that championship off.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. You, you know, so, one in the group don't even got the belt. But you
1: know, which you know, okay. So, which brings brings me to my next point. I gotta ask y'all a question. So, this past yeah. Monday, MVP, uh, MVP had was ba- actually talking to Ron Simmons, mm-hmm. and he was seen mouthing saying, "You know, saying it's not time yet." You give it a little pound. So MVP uh, creates the hurt business
0: mm-hmm.
1: with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin so far. Okay people were talking there is rumors online talking about the rebooting of the new nation right
0: mm-hmm.
1: I gotta ask y'all an actual question do we right. need the nation back I'm curious I, I wanna get like, y'all feeling of it if like do we need the nation back I'm gonna start with you because when we talked about Bobby last year having a championship I was like do we need a nation now
2: When you say nation, do you mean like
1: how the nation, like what they stood for, or just <clears> a <throat> black group? Is this a difference? Mm-hmm. I, you know what? You're right, but I'm one thing. If W. E. to talk about building, rebuilding a nation, I'm going. I'm guessing what they're going to go by what they stood for.
2: If it's for what they stood for, then yes. If it's just so we can have a black group, just to say we have a black group, then no.
1: How do you feel about it, ladies Seriously, seriously.
3: Glad, like, glad you asked. Okay, so <coughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Yes, you should be. No. Mm. I feel like in the political climate that we're in now, it's going to look like either it's pandering or that it is. And if it's mm. if it doesn't look like that, it is not done correctly. It's going to look. I don't even know. I guess racially insensitive. Because we're in a totally different headspace, in a totally different place as a country than we were 25 years ago when things like this would fly. Like, going back and looking at plenty of stuff that we grew up with as kids, and I'm just like, damn, there's no way this would get over today. And I would not mind it, but I don't know. I don't know how believable it would be with just what's, uh, going, what's going on
2: right now. Mm-hmm. What if they do it beat down clan style, not just have all black, you know, like mostly black people, like a like a Samoan or a, uh, just a white person, like you know, a different person, but not to say we have a black group because mm-hmm. you know that, not- they, they just straight have a black group. I think that's obvious. That's damn that it obvious
3: that seems like it plays to what leo rush was saying when he was just like y'all just throwing black people together just to have black people together where we know that's not necessarily always the case but in something like this that's definitely what it would seem like because it's like you just threw these two big black guys together and it's like all right so we finna be the nation because if you had somebody like a keith lee who has used his voice and his platform to speak out about that, it might make sense in the time that we're in now. But Bobby Lashley ain't never alluded to nothing, none of the sense. And neither has Shelton Benjamin. It, it's been, you know, like.
1: Well, now, now, on their Twitter, they have some. What, I'm talking uh, about
3: in the uh, ring.
1: Now, th- th- this is my problem with it. Now, because I agree with both of you. When I grew up, I liked the nation fan so of nation domination.
0: Same.
1: But there's one thing, there's, there's one glaring thing that you and Prodigy keep forgetting about. The nation in 1997 were heels. Okay? And the reason why nation, the nation was heels is because they were hypocrites. Okay. Okay? That's not the story with the climate that's going on right now that you need to tell.
3: Yeah, no. And I, if, yeah. from that perspective, definitely yeah, not. Yeah,
1: no. That's what made, because say that the nation was the heel group that was uh, rival, rivaling with the, the degenerates of the Generation X. That's what made that whole 1998 rivalry a thing. But that's what, you know, the nation was built off of. MVP is not that character. That's not what MVP character has ever been built off of. Mm-hmm. That's why the whole Xavier Woods thing, like, just being the angry black man does not always work. Yeah. You know, especially when there's no context behind it. Farouk, he has that character. That character, Farouk was intimidated when he came in there. So yeah, he's intimidated. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that thing worked for Farouk. Mm-hmm. And then it worked when you have Kama Mustafa. It worked when Rocky Maivia wasn't getting over and he's pissed off and it, it, it works when you have uh, uh, D'Lo Brown who's doing all he can't get that was the point of the group these black guys can't get over mm-hmm. that was the point of the group and then now it's just like okay you can't it's like MVP his mission is like this whole character is basically look man I got the money I got the championships you know what I'm saying? I got the fame you need to be over here because I'm a better businessman to help you get what you need to get to.
3: So that's not... That's not a to me. No, no, that's,
1: that's, not, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what his character to be, And on top of that, it's like...
2: <laughs> I just like the Beatdown clan to me. What'd you say? sounds just like the Beatdown clan to me. But, the same the, like I said,
1: this is Beatdown clan territory. I don't mind Beatdown clan being all color guys. I don't mind Beatdown... I, I mean, the Beatdown clan... Should you know, or like what the Herberts, should, should be should be guys like look, I'm working with MVP because they can he can get me on TV. I'm working with MVP because he can get me money and championships. That's what the that's what Shelton we seen Shelton Benjamin on TV says when? God
3: okay. that would make sense. Now, if you included and a I, ricochet in the mix of that or something like that, then if you if the yeah. premise is I'm working with MVP because I want TV time,
1: yeah, that works. It's it, it's like okay, yeah, we're going to be the hurt business because we're going to I'm I'm on RAW, I'm going to take all the superstars that y'all ain't want, and I'm going to turn them into I'm going to take all the wrestlers you didn't want and turn them into superstars. Girl, that's I
2: think they the said pl- that was show in first win. I think they said that was show in first in like fourteen years on
1: RAW. No, no, yeah. no that's his first championship since two thousand six. Championship, okay, 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 yeah.
3: Now the way the, now I'm going to tell you how that backfires is you put a bunch of black men together and make them a group and they don't say anything political, then somebody's going to have
2: something to say then too.
1: I agree. But however... That's, that's what i said. They should at least
2: add somebody in there just to make some
1: but, but see, also, but see, the thing is, you can't... That, them teasing Rob Sim- Why else do you tease Rob Simmons?
3: Yeah, there's no other thing. You
1: don't tease... Why Ron- would y'all
3: fly that old man to exactly. the, the COVID central? You,
1: you don't tease Just Ron give me a picture of yourself. exactly. You don't tease Ron Simmons if you're not trying to get serious about being a nation. Mm-hmm. And I'm and then when you do that and then you don't go out and do nation tactics,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a problem. That that you shouldn't even lead somebody up to do that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying they gotta go out there and be New Day. But what I'm saying is you gotta go out there and then establish your point as this is going to be the hurt business. My job is I'm going to get Bobby in the championship that he won because I got to get away from Lana. I'm getting Shelton on TV and you know what Cedric or Ricochet y'all keep losing as a tag team. They just well, added
3: Mustafa Ali to the mix so I don't know how that's going to work.
1: Yeah, but, but even still yeah. when the nation first started they didn't just have all black guys.
3: No, no I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm just talking about them as a tag team.
1: Yeah. I'm about to say Because you can add You can add people You can even add People to, to, to the group
3: That
1: would be nice You can, you can add some To the group But you know what I'm saying But I, I think Going out with Nation Because first of all You don't need To write nothing political For no black people Right now Especially, yeah,
3: especially if Not if right have now People in the creative
1: room Who mm-hmm. are not black Right yeah. For black
2: mm-hmm. right. We say Do you think that Now I'm just going to say Do you think that Ron Sands was telling him Like it's not your time. is in like it's not the time for that yet, or it's not your time. is like
1: it's not time for, for for this thing to happen. Well, it can either be one or the other. But the the, the issue that I'm having with that is they showed him on television, mm-hmm. which gives an Easter egg, yeah. and he was talking oh, to. So you
2: saying they see Godfather come on the screen?
1: No, because look who he's talking to. Remember, when the nation first started, it was Farouk, D'Lo Brown, Clarence oh, Mason, and, and it had what was it? Uh, Skull okay. and Eight Ball. So when did Javier Vega join? No, but I'm saying, but anybody? Saw, I'm talking about. Remember when? Oh, he did. Javier Vega was part of it for a little bit, but uh, okay, okay. you see him talking to the Viker Raiders also. Yeah, and I'm like, see, that's that that's original nation territory. Why do the Viker Raiders even talk to Ron Simmons? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Raiders did talk to Big Show. It's like it's like you. The, 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 there, there's something that's going around, and I'm hoping that they stop it. Before they make a true mistake.
3: The thing that I saw that apparently backstage there, there's negative feedback about it. More than likely, the same comments we're making now where people feel like it's not a good time to do something like that. I
1: really, right and, you know, and I don't think it's just all black people saying that either.
3: Oh, I didn't say it was all black people. Yeah, I just uh, said negative feedback yeah, man, from backstage. Because
1: I really think the thing is, the nation as a group were never good guys.
3: And that's not something that you want well, to th- do th- right ex- Exactly. they want to piss off a lot of folks.
1: A, a lot of people. I'm you saying. got
3: corporations pretending like they give a shit. So if you not on the train, they already mad at you about your low ass ratings. Yeah. It's going to be some stuff.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, I was going say, they were already a... Uh, just like, hey, this this is a heel group. And the, what made them here, especially when The Rock took over as a nation, it, 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 the, 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 the Rock was just like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We grew up black guys, but hold on, Rod. We ain't got to do all this fighting. We got money now. That was it. That, that, am I lying, Prime? The ugly ass shirt. Nah, no. That's, <laughs> no that was I mean, the last was
2: the I awesome thought there was kind of faces there. and the end the Well, end until the they
1: start with DX. Yeah. Yeah, because so the, the, the nation and was, was more, they just, was more serious. Down. But when, when, see, when Farouk was there, it was all about fighting for the black man. Yeah. When The Rock yeah. took over, The Rock was just like, Chill you all serious? We got money there. I
3: might be black, but money is green. <laughs> you
1: know I'm saying? and i I just don't think, like, if they come out there and they be like, oh, we're we going to kneel this whole time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't make a mockery of the that movement that's going on. on. That's nothing that
3: happened when he called yeah. me in the office.
1: That's not happening. You was know So, but, yeah, I, I just don't think it was a good time. But, you know, uh, I do think it was a good time for it, though, Three ain't enough, but uh, I need five. Second dance.
2: Uh, I was going to say
1: the De- Camilla dance thing. I mean. No, it's not. So, Kofi on SmackDown came out and just said, look, man, I'm going to be out six to eight weeks, you know, because of COVID or I'm really injured. He, he should
2: not have given a given time on it, to be honest
1: with he you. He really, because, look, we know it's going to be, honestly, I don't know if Kofi's really injured or I really think he wants to go yeah, back. he back.
2: went through two tables from the top rope.
1: Well, he probably is. He, I mean, I, that was a hard bump he took. I mean he, he really may be he really may be injured to the point or to the point where it's like I wanna be my fan, I don't wanna be in this COVID thing all the time. He so He gave the blessing because there's no Xavier Woods, there's no there's no Kofi, yep. and he gave Big E the blessing to have the singles run.
3: Now do you think mm-hmm. that this could be uh, a way for them to slowly split up the new day?
1: No. I
2: don't think they're gonna ever split up. They're gonna still check out that's, them what like, like I, that's what I, they,
1: this is the best way to do it. Without split up the new day, because see here's okay. the thing: you had great groups mm-hmm. that went on and had great singles careers, yeah. but to the point that they unnecessarily broke up the group for what reason? Some groups is like it's time for you to go, and then there's some, some groups
2: getting together so that they can break
1: up. Exactly, and, and some yeah. groups it's to the point was just like you don't like. To me, the Shield didn't need to break up, but however, the but the Seth Rons, Dean Ambrose feud was great. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But then, then they got back together, and then they kept putting them in situa- yeah. They kept putting them situations where they had to fight each other. And yeah. it was a heel, and Dean was a face, and Roman was Roman. And I'm just like,
0: <laughs> what's uh, Roman? I'm sorry.
1: You you didn't need to do that. The, the, the thing about the new day is, look, Xavier Woods knows that world champion is not in his career path. No, but Xavier Woods is better than Consequences Creed he came a long way than he was when he was Consequences Creed and I think yeah. he's happy with that And once he, as he's getting older
3: I feel like Xavier would probably be happy just getting paid to host Up Up Down Down if we're being completely honest yeah, yeah.
2: you know for him being compared to Kofi his whole career I'm, I'm,
1: I'm glad he might actually catch somebody yeah exactly I think he cares about that now, on top of that Kofi has been doing his thing for the past 11 years and had a championship run not a, I, I thought he was going to get the Christian treatment but he didn't he he got he had six, first of all, more than that cause Kofi won a championship at WrestleMania. You always know, it's always in SummerSlam when you when you lose it. Mm-hmm. He lost it uh, on the premiere of SmackDown against Brock, which was in October. So, with that being said, I'm like, they gave Kofi, I mean, I like the way he lost it, but I'm saying they gave, him, they gave him a runway. I'm like, so, Big E only had one singles run when he came to WWE. Mm-hmm. And that's when he had the Intercontinental Championship after he left Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee. So, turning making Big E into a big single star, like I want him to come back out with the powder. Okay, I don't want him come out I want the five count to come back. That's what got Big E over in NXT. That five I don't count. Think that's, gonna come back. that's not gonna come back. You want the five count to come back? I don't, I don't think serious E is gonna come back. You yeah. can't come back at the stuff he does. I still get. think it will still be goofy. No, but here's the thing: I don't want Big E new dang it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You I'll,
3: think they if you think they're not fitting to split them up, you think they're going to just have him out there, all on his own, not being.
1: No, I, I, what I'm saying, I think the first couple matches he's going, but I'm like, there has to be, it has to be a joke in him, to be like, as Big E can show that he can be serious, and I'm thinking like, you, he may not go back to you know, what I'm saying the the, the, the the red, yellow, and black, or the green clothing and stuff like that, but I mean, that
3: would be the time for that. But, it
1: will be, but I'm saying, but him coming out and you know with the weight bands on and with the powder to the point like yo like if they said AJ Styles beats Grand Metal League which was going to happen right mm-hmm. and AJ comes out and says look I beat everybody that has to offer right and then Big E comes out and he say challenges <laughs> what you said say that again no. I don't beat everybody no. oh, that no. has to offer <laughs> please so when AJ says that uh-huh. and Big E comes out like no me and you at SummerSlam AJ got a problem putting Big E over so Big E can win a championship right there and you can start the big thing. because honestly I'm like you could get you can get Big E the, the universal championship but you know you got to build him up for that a little bit yeah
2: you got to build him up even to what you just said I think they should build him up at least first so. Yeah, know, and people are thinking like he just a, you know people thinking because you know how people are. He's just a tag team guy. He's not a single guy. Yeah, because people yeah, don't remember Big E from like
1: 2013,
2: a 2013, 2012. That
1: was a very long time ago. Yeah. Yes. Why was what? that your AJ
3: Styles impression? Just, <laughs> I just had to... I'm sorry. <laughs> I, okay. I uh, sorry. Sorry. But, you I You have more mean, thoughts on it? No, I I just... I think it would be cool to see him as a single star. Um, I'm just curious as to how they're going to package him as a single star. Is he going to come out yeah. and just be, all? he's going to Like, I don't, like, what are we, <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he, going to do? Like, what
2: is he going to do? Like, gonna, you don't know why your family style. He's
1: going to look at you while you're on the, it on the screen. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, I, I, I the, the, the way to build Biggie up, in my opinion, is like, okay, because look, we all know AJ's being Grand medal League, okay? So, who does AJ have an opponent for SummerSlam? So, since <laughs> you can't do too many battle royals, okay, you can do a, a mini tournament or you can do another Fatal Four, so something to qualify.
2: You think they care about the rules of COVID?
1: <laughs> so,
3: Honestly, at this point, they probably don't give a shit.
1: You have Big E win that and then challenge AJ Styles. And then AJ in the storyline will talk about some, okay, Big E, look, you're a good guy and all, but uh, you're a tag team guy.
3: Can you believe? You gotta
1: <laughs> stop. Okay. Oh my God. So, AJ oh. does that. You know, does that, and does that Biggie face. Don't do Triple H from 2003 with Booker T. I'm saying just. i like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he keeps berating Biggie, and Biggie, you know, gets his pastor voice and all like that. Da, da, da. I'm going to take it. You know, saying the title. And then they have a match at SummerSlam. They have a damn good matchup, and Big E wins the belt at SummerSlam.
3: Is it because it's late that you just keep doing these things? I well, need to understand.
1: Well, you gotta know who I'm talking about. People gotta uh-huh. know what I'm talking about.
3: Okay.
1: And I think that that would be a good way to book Big E right there. In, in my opinion.
3: Well, write a letter to WWE creative because I don't know if that's gonna happen.
1: They ain't never gonna get my letter like like people from YouTube ain't never gonna get my letter either. So. <laughs> But when it comes to, you know, building new stars, stuff like that too, remember last week we talked about the hashtag that Naomi deserves better.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: So, uh, Booker T came and gave his two cents about, you know, the whole hashtag with Naomi. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I do know if somebody could pull it up, there was a a retreat of him and, him and Naomi and they kind of settled whatever was going on. Oh, I had
3: no desire to pull that up. But go ahead.
1: What go ahead go ahead I'll look I'll look for. So um uh on on the latest podcast uh, Booker T addressed the situation and he said um uh he said I say to hell with all these hashtags. That's what I say maybe because I'm old school and I can't see myself back in the day, uh we did have the dirt sheets and could have easily got into dirties by saying something. I just couldn't see myself using social media on that platform to try to move up in the business, especially if you're talented. I said Naomi is probably the most athletic female in the locker room and perhaps anywhere in the world as far as the wrestling business goes. But as far as making it to uh, the level, it, it, uh, it is ch- channels you got to go through. It is learning curves and really in-depth studying you have to go through to actually get to that point trust me it doesn't happen by accident just because you can go out there and do a backflip or a big move it's not about the moves guys it's really not i always think about what was told of me by guys like ricky the dragon steamboat and uh and that stuff uh it resonated Anybody out in the world that's trying to get into the business, if you think someone like Ricky Dragon Jack cannot help you learn this business better, even still today, okay, that's your opinion. I'm going to end it on this. If you think I can't help you at all, and that's all I'm trying to do is help, you can get uh, to get you to the next level, you think guys on the internet, on social media can help you more than I do, go that route. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, can but- I just...
3: Can I just insert something here? I gotta call it back to our guy Lionel Green, also known as Leo Rush. This right here feels like what he was talking about. Because I know he was directing his comments at Mark Henry because he had some issues with him. But this right here feels very counterproductive.
1: Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening.
3: I, I feel like he's in his feelings about whatever happened with mark henry nxt and when he got to 205 live and maybe when the ring roster whatever but these kind of comments give me that feeling like there are people there who are more willing to play the game and will hold you back because you do not feel the same that they do because i'm gonna be real with you i pulled up what she said so i'm gonna read to you what she said after he tweeted that or said that she just uh, responded with "Will do" and tagged Booker T um, with a gif um, of Jim yeah. Carrey. So then Sasha Banks replies, "Don't feed into useless opinions, no matter what who they come from. Keep glowing and shining like you always do. You ain't got nothing to prove to anyone." Hashtag Team Bag, right? So he. So then she retweeted. Um, The end part as you just said I'm going to end it on this etc etc says I don't feel this This is from coming from Naomi Mm -hmm. I don't feel this way nor would I ever say Something like this Though I felt my work ethic and what I have earned On my own merit was dismissed The advice and constructive criticism was greatly appreciated And will be applied Especially coming from at Booker T Five times I'll continue striving to improve So he replies I appreciate that I'm only ever here to help and if, that's, if there's any way I can, the offer will always stand. Yeah. This is the same issue we talking about with Vince. These guys who are very, I'm not going to say very disconnected, but are very old school and don't seem to completely understand how things are going nowadays. It's not like Naomi started the Naomi deserves better hashtag. If she feels like, yes, she deserved better than she got and she wants to agree with someone who created the hashtag or people who tweet that she's great and they want to see her do more and they're upset about her being in a dumbass karaoke segment, she has every right to do that. That does not negate what she's done. Which is why I agree with what she's saying when she's like, even though I think that these comments were very dismissive of what I've already done here, I get it. So, yes, everybody has room to improve. We've already established that she has room to improve. But you can't. There's a certain arrogance, some of it well earned. To an extent because of who you are. And what you've done in the business. But to say if you think some guys. On the internet can help you more than I can. When did she say that? Like it, seemed, it seems like. It felt like more of. It felt like creative cri- criticism. And kind of. And an, an attack. To, to, to certain. To, just a bit. Because it was just like. When did she come out and say, "I don't want, I don't give a shit <clears> about what you said, or you don't know what you're talking about"?
2: Nah, she didn't say that. But the fan,
1: they was, they was getting Booker T. I, I was about to say I wait till my turn come because I think what happens to everybody is indirect anger.
3: Exactly, because
1: people are coming at Booker T. For saying things about Naomi, and, and,
3: and again, some of the stuff that he said is not untrue but it's just again the way you package it it's it's all in the way you finesse it and booker T ain't ain't a finesse he ain't fitting the mince words which he really shouldn't but again i feel like that right there is in trying to validate your point you are chopping her off at the knees
1: i can agree with that
3: that's where
1: that's uh, what I'm I, I can agree with that. I also, see, I also, there. there's two different eras talking here, too.
3: hmm
1: See, okay. Boogertine came up in racist WCW. That was, like, blatant. Mm-hmm. It's just not systematic, racially insensitive WWE. Mm-hmm. WCW was, like, blam. Yeah. Like, we're going to make you two slaves. With Cur- Remember that, him and Stevie Ray? Jesus Christ. And he came out with uh, Colonel, what was his name? The manager? Who, who like, who, like? Uh, yeah. Colonel Sanders? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Th- that was WC Because WCN is a Southern promotion.
0: hmm
1: Okay? In Georgia. So. Bu- southern promotion, you said? No. <laughs> <like it. laughs> stop. <laughs> so, Everyone so,
0: stops.
1: So, with him having to fight and claw to get to where he's at, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, they didn't have social media back then. Exactly. I understand what he's trying to say. I think he's directing at the wrong person.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think I really, I really, in my opinion, I think he's directing it at the, at the wrong person now. And once again, also, I think he's directing all the anger he's getting from fans to her. And that's that's not, not right. that's not right neither. And to to the point where, like I said, it it could have probably been a thing where she probably could have called him up. He probably could have talked to her, like one on one, like like adults, and I had to do it over social media. I don't know. They didn't explain all that stuff like that. But...
3: They might not even have that kind of relationship, though.
1: They may not. I'm not, I'm not saying they may not. But if he, if he if he wants to go out and reach out to help younger talent... It's like this. Booker T trained Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. I can see the difference in Ember Moon than I can see in Naomi.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay? I can see... Uh, I, I can see... Well, if I compare them two together... I can see different flaws and different higher things. Those are two both athletic women. Yeah, But everyone has a different presence about her that Naomi doesn't have. Yet. So, um, it does come off as dismissal. I understand, you know, because the, 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 I, 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 I truly think Booker T wants Naomi to succeed, but I think it's more of a thing where it's just like, we've seen people get over because somebody put a hashtag out. And I guess he feels as though that You know, uh, she needs to do more work. Which I agree with that, but I'm saying, but you, I still want you to support your people. It's like I said, it's hard because, like I said, no matter what I say, I'm coming off on like uh, the wrong side here.
3: I don't know if you're coming off on the wrong side. This is exactly what I was telling you about the other day when I was telling you about mansplaining. Yeah, this very much feels like a mansplaining situation. Naomi had nothing to do with this. And instead of saying, instead of coming and saying, you know, oh, you know what? I didn't realize I don't exactly understand completely how social media works. (laughs) And I didn't know that Naomi had nothing to do with this. Or even if that's you don't want to come out and say that. If once she came to you and said, I didn't say any of this, I didn't say that I didn't want your help. I don't want it to come off like that. I'm always willing to do the work. After she said, you know, I felt like my work ethic was dismissed. This is your chance to come in and say, that's I didn't I don't want you to to feel like that, that everything you've done is dismissed, but I still want you to work to improve or whatever. But that's not what he did. So in the end, he still comes out looking like the ass. It's mm-hmm. just my that's just my take on it. Again, what he said was not completely wrong, but you're not finna chop this black woman down at the knees. If you're so concerned with everybody scraping and clawing, why would you do more to, to to harm what's going on? that's counterproductive.
1: How about you, Prime?
2: I think when he when he was saying it in the quotes, I think I I thought I knew what he was trying to say, but I was like, maybe he didn't say it right because I was thinking because the way people on Twitter made it seem as if he just totally dismissed them and he called her trash or something that's what they was making it seem like I just thought he meant no matter what you've done no matter how many accomplishments you have you should still start from scratch I like you start from scratch is what I felt like he was saying as like yeah you don't won a championship and you deserved all this but nothing is deserved you still have to earn everything that you get is what I thought he meant because they were saying she deserved despite spot like right now like she deserves to be the champion right now even though she she, she did kind of leave and come back so I thought he was kind of doing it from that angle that's why
1: yeah, the, 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 there have been a lot of hashtags that go around or or the uh, chant that I hear some people say like you remember the, the you deserve it chants like that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. S- s- some of them are just like oh, okay look I, I, I get it and some I don't get
0: and
1: I'm being serious if Naomi goes out and you know beats Lacey Evans on Friday, we know why, and then if they want to put her say if the Sasha Bailey thing gets extended to WrestleMania right, so I can see Naomi being the next challenger for Bailey at SummerSlam, but that's not the that don't fix the problem. That don't fix about for both ends because you are like I said you gonna have one half saying we're well, pandering and you have the other half saying that um you know it's about time she got this but does she really deserve it I you know Naomi and I'm going to go back to the podcast I listened to made a good point he says does Naomi deserve better she does she deserves not to be singing in no karaoke contest she deserves to have a storyline. She deserves to go out there and have matches, because there's a there's a lot of women on that roster that you can say that about. Mm-hmm.
2: So, they all deserve better, but some people, some people get it misquoted. Some people think deserving better means just straight up going for the championship. championship. That's not. That's,
1: that's
3: a, not, I don't think that's no, what but it means.
1: you may think that's what people that's what people are identifying it with when they're saying Naomi deserves better. As some people said on Twitter said. You, when it when Charlotte was agreeing with the hashtag and they're saying, you should have given up some of your title rings again, that's not it. That wasn't it. I mean, and I uh,
3: think that was, cre- this hashtag was created directly in response to that dumbass karaoke segment.
1: Yeah, it, it was, I was. She deserves better than that. Ruby Riott deserves had to be losing 12 matches in a row since she came back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bianca Belair deserves to be not on TV.
3: on main event. I'm sorry.
1: Is that, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah a, a thing.
3: Why? Why are we doing dark matches for the PC workers? What are hey. we doing? Okay. that like,
1: We don't. But, we don't need it. There but, are there are a list of women because if you think about it, they don't treat. If the women ain't in the top storyline for the title, mm-hmm. they don't treat them like anything. Kyrie Zayn deserves better to get her ass beat by Nia Jack for the past couple months.
3: She allegedly is about to
1: leave anyway. What she she leave? I'm saying, I mean, but at, at that, she deserves better than that for the talent so that she as she, as she, as she she puts in there. And I'm not trying to turn this away from a black thing no. or any type thing. Out there, but I'm saying, but when it comes to the women on there, there are so many women that they have that des- deserves better than the time effort or anything to give the woman because it's, right, it's like right now if you're not Sasha and, ba- Sasha and Bailey or Oscar, who are you? I'm on the main roster.
3: Oh girl um, oh my god the other iconic I, I can't identify Billie one K. from other. the other Whoever is not there was able to just walk away. She wasn't, there. she wasn't there last week.
1: Yeah Billy Kay yeah. yeah
3: okay she wasn't there last week and she's just like I'm taking care of other business. How? In In the time where we have what, maybe two actual tag teams, how besides unless you Mm sick for real, or you really why would they just let you step away on business? They would never just Maybe it's
2: her, you know, mother or something, you
3: know. Well, she said that she was handling like she tweeted herself that she was handling something with her business, like a work business. Mm -hmm. Um and so people were speculating that she could be sick, and she's just saying that because they don't want people getting it out. But whatever the case is, I'm just that when I said earlier that you have a see next
2: week when she come back,
3: yeah, uh, you have a struggling ass women's division, and I'm not saying that in the sense of AEW because theirs is struggling, struggling. Yeah. you have a struggling woman division by your own design. It's not for lack of talent or lack of people.
1: And I think also Booker she comes from that. They see it's that that respecting women era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that that's that that's, that's a lot of problem. I've always said I feel those like was more sexist than racist, mm-hmm. and I, I will continue to keep saying that. And I think you know because he's on video congratulating and giving big ups to Kofi for his title run. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like. You gotta understand that these women, no matter sometimes, no matter how much they scratch and claw, do not get the same opportunities as these men do.
3: Maybe he feels like Kofi deserved it because he's been here for eleven years and he just now. So got a one college.
1: year or one year over Naomi, so what I'm saying. But so, I'm just, I'm just yeah. being
3: sarcastic. I'm not being serious.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I would love to learn from a uh, of a Hall of Famer. Uh, Like Booker T, I'm saying I think his words were misplaced and they was definitely aimed at the wrong person. And it should be a thing like where you 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 need to take responsibility for your actions. Apologize to this woman because she she had nothing to do with the hashtag. And right now, this is the way the world works. Okay, so if they're going if they're going to tweet out and her fans want to support her that way, Mm -hmm. then I'm saying okay, she gets support, and then she's gonna come. She keeps coming and doing her job regardless. She keep going to the gym and doing something regardless. Then it's like this. She okay- didn't
3: pull a Sasha Banks. What you mean by that? Well, she just left. Oh yeah, she disappeared.
1: Yeah, Sasha ain't getting no reason to mess.
3: She just she yeah, disappeared man. and came back and look where she's at right now.
1: Uh, she came back because the- yeah, exactly. I'm saying, I'm saying, if she wants to go to the side, by look, like you know, uh, after we talk about this. Okay, let me talk to. Booker, let me talk to say like, how can I try to get this character over? How, how I, what, what are some things I could do if if it was hit or better like, better like that, like behind the scenes, I think you know probably a little better. But I mean, it's just it, it sounds very tone deaf.
3: I have a good question. I have a question. Uh-huh. I can't say a good question. I have a question. I would be curious to know how many superstars, especially women, are actually going to Booker T. I don't know. I'm curious because you always hear people talk about Mark Henry, whether you had whatever problems you may have with him or not. Because somebody said in the comments when I was reading that story, it seems like Booker T and Mark Henry are really quick to criticize other black wrestlers. I didn't say that. That was in the comments. Mm -hmm. But I still hear people saying they go to Mark Henry. I don't hear people really saying like they do to that magnitude. Yeah, I went to Booker T for some advice. Mm hmm. I'm just curious, I, and this, I know y'all can't physically answer this question, but I'm genuinely curious. Do they really feel like what he says gives value to their career?
2: Or I think do they some feel, people... Oh, I'm
3: oh, sorry. You no, know, I was just going to say, or do they feel like like he will respond like this?
2: No, I think some people actually do because he did kind of start a career with some people. Like, his reality of wrestling did bring up the Usos, so I don't know if that counts, if the, his, like, wrestling promotion of him physically saying, okay, these guys are going, like, they actually take people from his actual company to start know. training for WWE.
3: I don't mean his I don't folks. know if that counts. Man. I don't mean folks like an Ember Moon or Usos. I don't mean people who came from his, like, he trained. I'm talking about people in WWE, in the business, how they turned to a Mark Henry or how they turned to a Dusty
2: Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, no! Nah, I don't. I mean, no offense to Booker, but Booker wouldn't be the first or even Arturo at yeah. this point.
1: Yeah, R2 yeah. would be. Yeah, it I'm a, curious. What's it? it, it, it like yeah. throwing or, or something. Because yeah.
3: that would that that right there tells me everything I need to know.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Not necessarily what your outward persona. If this is what you're willing to say out to the public, mm. or you have misguided anger, or whatever, I can only imagine what you're willing to say when the cameras or Twitter or IG or whatever is not on. So I'm curious to know that, because he like, well, you know, I'm just here to help and blah. But do people really want to go to you for help when you do shit like this?
1: I mean, I can't argue. And then the answer to the answer to the question is like, I tr- I truly. Oh, so I'm, I'm... No, no, sorry. No, I just thought of a name. We'll go I thought I thought
2: of,
1: I thought of uh, Xavier Woods. Yeah, she
2: does go
1: to Booker okay. well, I'm saying, but that's the thing. I've heard different. Men go to Booker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Um, I haven't heard any women, I mean, other than the ones that he has trained, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that has done that. Like, once again, I don't know what plays out behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I, I know. This was, you know, was a rhetorical yeah, question. I know, I know. Okay, so yeah. I don't know because a lot of people, you know saying, truly, people treat stuff and then they probably talk about it backstage. Like, I don't know what truly goes on. I can only go by once again, you know, the, the stuff out there, and then yes. Um, other than the, the whole Leo Rush thing with Mark Henry, I haven't heard anything bad about Mark Henry.
3: I don't know, t- like to the
1: extent of what the whole thing with the Leo Rush thing is.
3: I don't know if that's the first yeah. time I've heard that though. Um, like that they feel like they're harder, and it could be a kind of the same thing that we like, well, as a people personally experience. Yeah, you're going to be harder on me because you know I've got to work harder than. It, my other counterpart.
1: It, it's also a thing where like because uh, I know Prime watches uh, first take and we, we was watching yeah. when they was talking about the whole thing about what, what Charles Barkley said about what's been going on mm-hmm. how he turned, he turned into the circus. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who the guy from the Dallas Cowboys was saying like we don't sit and have conversations because two, three years ago I would have thought that Stephen A. and Charles Barkley is not for us. Mm-hmm. but they come from a different era and sometimes you, you, you really gotta sit down and have these conversations which I don't think both sides don't have
3: I, cause I was just about to say this is another one of the fall like the, the, the drawbacks mm. of constantly having your constantly throwing your older talent or your older legends in yeah. where they're always around and it's like y'all still want stuff to be the way it's one yeah. thing to like visit show up a yeah. little every so often. But to always be around and to still have your hand in stuff, mm. you still want stuff to happen the way it was yeah. happening when you were around and it's not like that anymore. It
1: it exact. It's kind of like what he was saying, my grandmother was like, "What are y'all so angry about?" Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "Cuz y'all I came from an era where none of y'all no African American made a million dollars." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And now, you know, it's better for me cuz I'm from that era. And he said, "Well, let me tell you what's going on in this era." So, I think with the way Booker T is looking at it is like you're in this white man's world mm-hmm. okay especially as a black woman there is triple the work that you're gonna have to do and glowing ain't it it's glowing and being because look how athletic Booker T is that ain't what got him to you know to that spot Booker T has been a ruin since the 80s you know what I'm saying but well, you know, doing all the greatness and doing all the stuff that Stevie Ray couldn't do. I'm just saying
3: always yeah, find a way to slide. I, I that would, under I the would.
1: Bus. Uh oh, come did, on, you know who won the name of Booker
2: T. Is that you? Yeah.
1: So that did not get him to that point. But when he learned the ring psychology, when he learned promo, when he learned character, and he had to force himself. In his mind, which is unfortunate, he still probably thinks that she's fighting in 1995. It's not 1995 anymore.
3: I mean, yeah. He's probably like, well, you're not playing the game.
1: I'm like, So the way he's looking at it is like, let me tell you, because I worked with this and I worked with that, what they're looking for. And to be honest with you, that's not always the case anymore. Mm-mm. And I think that sometimes that happens with uh, with Mark Henry. They're, 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 you got to people from different they're, eras.
3: They're, I, and I think that yeah. we understand that but I wonder if it's because the usually the younger counterpart is like look, bro, we're looking at it just two different ways because we're from two different Era. times but you gotta a lot of times these people from the, your elders from the other eras and you know different time periods looking down at you like you're still a child or something like you don't know what you're talking about and because you didn't go through what they went through sometimes they feel like what you say has no value but if we're talking about playing the game in 2020, I'm the one still playing the game. You've cashed out and retired and went to, to sit you know, at home. I'm doing what's happening right now but that doesn't seem to resonate. And that's not just in wrestling. That's all over the place. Mm. I don't know. Because I know we've been on this for a minute. I just I want for Naomi to get the opportunities that she deserves that she puts the work in for
0: mm-hmm.
3: and i also want for people not to come behind and make her it's like we gotta bite the bullet a lot of times for shit that we don't even do i gotta come in and come behind somebody and clean up they mess
0: mm-hmm.
3: i had nothing to do with And that's exactly what just happened. She have shit to do with this, but she had to come out and be like, you know, I'm I'm sorry that this that this went down like this, and she didn't do anything. But you know, we can move on. I don't want to keep keep beating a dead horse. No, it's all
1: right. Um, Well, you know, somebody who uh, is claiming that you know their career needs a refresh or restart. Is uh your boy Matt Hardy? Oh,
3: Jesus!
1: Yeah, Matt Matt Hardy uh, came out and was saying he, he made a YouTube video on his YouTube channel. I believe it was, and um, I
2: think so. on just
1: Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. And then uh oh, you okay?
3: It's a clip from the the next thing we're supposed to be talking about.
1: Oh God! Uh yeah, <laughs> so uh you know he 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 was saying that you know it's time for. Uh, Matthew Hardy, and he was like this, so he says, "Uh, it's frustrating, so he says in this video, but I know I'm not the only one that is frustrated today, I'm sure most of, the majority of Americans are frustrated, it is frustrating time in this country, I mean, we have so much division, it's insane, it's chaos, Democrats, Republicans, uh, We're in the midst of a killer pandemic that has killed over 140,000 Americans and both sides of the political parties are trying to weaponize it towards each other Mm -hmm. for their own gain. There's so much racial injustice, social injustice, so many problems going on, so much division. I can't stand it. It's frustrating. And so I decided to do my part and try to heal some of this division. Trying to do what I can to put it back together. Trying to be... A voice of reason. I've had a lot of life experiences, so maybe now is the time for me on AEW programming to just be real and be someone I have never been on TV or on screen before, and that's me. Maybe it's time for me to be Matthew Hardy. Maybe it's time for me to just be me. Now, obviously, before that quote right there, he does talk about he was happy to come in all the wrestling, but he came in right there depending when he stopped doing crowds. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: And, of course, he wanted them all to be chained to lead the lead, but that's not what happened. And he didn't expect the broken Matt Hardy would debut on the first-ever AEW empty arena. Because that's, that's what happened. Because, remember, when Matt Hardy got got left, he, he was in a crowd when Randy Orr slammed his head on the steel steps. Mm-hmm. Then he came over yeah, to AEW, no, and that's when they was just like... No crowds no more. Like literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. The that's next a, week it was a horrible timing. It was just terrible timing. Oh. And uh he said, you know, it was like it was
2: weird because it was like so so weird. So crazy. It is. Oh. Uh and then i was looking
1: at this picture
3: of broken man
1: Hardy right behind us. Yeah, and then he was he, he was sitting talking about, you know, he's supposed to be working with Sammy Guevara and then he got suspended. Oh, so shit. you know he just
3: got a he had a bad run. It's yes,
1: eight uh Broken Matt Hardy stuff in AEW is not the greatest. I'm saying, but, say, but I, 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 he was there, and I'm, I'm glad he wanted to perform for the AEW fans. But you know, um, it's it's frustrating, and I understand what we're trying to go to now once again. Obviously, I don't blame him for doing this because it takes a lot of energy to pull off what Matt Hardy does.
3: I can only imagine he ain't got no knees or nothing.
1: Yeah. Matt Hardy, he does the broken stuff that he goes through all these different gimmick changes and stuff like that. He still got to wrestle. And I understand like, now he's been coaching private party.
3: He should honestly just be producing at this point. Like, yeah. he need to give his body a horse. Well, I don't
1: mind the character of Broken Man. He don't have to wrestle all the time. Mm-hmm. But the character of Broken Man, I don't mind that. But I understand that if there, there, there's no crowd. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just like what, what what do you feed off of? I'm not out there taking these wrestlers bumps with no adrenaline. I can't imagine what that feel like.
3: Oh, my God.
1: And, and we have seen some crazy-ass matches since the whole pandemic era started in WWE and in AEW. So I don't even know what it's like. Like, to be able to go to go do your job, like, imagine me and Time as YouTubers, right, mm-hmm. and say that as we're trying to, you know, build our channel, can you imagine working four straight months knowing that you got to make some killer-ass content, but there's going to be no subscribers? Nobody
3: watching? Mm-mm.
1: That's hard to do I can only
3: imagine Probably like Having a cinder block Throwing at your, your body And it's like I'm not I'm just doing this Just out here Now once again People watching People
1: watching on TV I understand what Being on for people But they're not there
3: But I say Who's feeding off a TV Because so, the broken Matt Hardy gimmick Only really works When you got An arena full of folks Going delete 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 Yeah
1: I, I agree But like I said If we're working And we're not getting no subscribers We know people Are watching the, the videos That's frustrating much than going on, and So if he wants to be like I want to be Matthew And I want to be able to like help bring You know I want to bring help Somehow I want to on television And behind the scenes stuff like that I'm cool with it So he essentially wants to be Chris Jericho Kind of
2: Not in the sense still feel like this, I still feel like this is definitely a character
3: You said what happened?
2: I feel like this is definitely A character though
3: It could be but I say I say Chris Jericho because his his primary goal in the last few years has been putting over new talent, yeah to some to in one way or another,
1: you're right, I mean better say, but even if it's not wrestling, if it's like hey, I was part of one of the greatest tag teams of all time, let me help out private party, because uh, 'cause they're still young guys, they still take time they they, they, they kind of botch a lot, kinda mm-hmm. like how generation me was back in the day, so uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Prime. So, uh, when that happens, it's like, okay, if I, if I could take these guys, especially them as a black tag team, mm-hmm. if I could take them under under my wing and then, you know, help them out a little bit that way, then, you know say I'm cool with that. If I want to come out and just be, you know, just, I mean, of course they're going to turn into some wrestling angle, but I don't got to come out and perform and do all this other stuff that is, is going on during this pandemic. So maybe when the crowd comes back, Broken back, Man Hardy comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just, I mean, I'm not, That was a little side story I wanted to, you know, get on. Uh, I didn't want to talk about your other side story about uh, Mr. Leo Rush's last match.
3: I didn't say I wanted to talk about anything but that dirty ass boy. Well. <laughs> not, I'm not talking about him, I'm talking about where they had the match, but okay. So, uh, uh well,
1: are we going
0: to talk
1: about Leo Rush? I kind of had something else I
2: wanted to talk about real
1: quick. Okay, sure, what you want to say?
2: Apparently, Impact is going back to 2010, because the Motor City Machine Guns won the tarot titles.
1: Ooh, what you know car? what? Could we... You know, this would be a good time for your Impact review. Ooh.
2: Well, I'll make it short. I'll make it very
1: short.
2: Gamble. Motor City Machine Guns won the titles. Uh, EC3 came back
1: to fight Moose, or beat him up. Kind of it. Ace mm. Austin. Uh-huh. Huh? I'm, you I'm
2: to you. Nah. Ace Austin is a young guy. Him and uh Sawyer Fulton is gonna fight the good brothers. And Eddie Edwards doesn't have a challenger yet for the title. And that's that's that that's kind of it. Short notes.
1: Oh wow. So I want
2: is just dis- gonna destroy the brother's division.
1: In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay.
2: That's about it. It was like a it was a pet episode, but it was a short you know, because they had a lot of people returning, so they just came back cutting promos and stuff.
1: Okay, so uh, Impact still only an hour, or is it two hours? Uh, well, That, I
2: uh, really don't know. It went by quick. Uh, whatever it was, it went by
0: quick.
2: So mm. I watched the full show. Impact actually goes by quick. I don't know if it's they, uh, Impact is weird. They use their pay per views in the show after their pay per views to put on the best content possible. And then they just don't care about the content for six months. And then they have a pay per view. It's the best content possible. Then they don't care about it for nine months. I don't, you know, I don't get
1: it. Bro. I agree. I I, to- yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how the hell. <laughs> they, they, and, they and they first of all, just, just, just real quick, where is they getting this money from? D- thank you. I'm like, because how are they paying <laughs> these people to tell it? How would they pay these guys? Not just paying
2: them, not just paying them, paying them enough for them to like leave, not go to AEW.
1: Yes, uh, I know I, you're right. I I don't get that at all. I'm sitting to I'm asking myself like, how in the world are they making this much money? Like the pay guy He said they they offer them a good a, a good amount of money. I'm like, what? Really? Someone else I don't get. You, they
2: can't. <laughs> Just sound funny to even say. They gave Brian Myers, a.k.a. Kurt Arthur.
1: I know exactly what you talking
2: gave, about. They gave him the Kurt Angle promo, if you, if you know what I'm talking about. From 2006?
1: Well, he's in the ring. It, yeah, he's in the ring, and there's the shadows on. Yeah. St- <laughs> w- stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Now I'm upset. Now I'm and then they,
2: they showed a close up on his face, and he got like a COVID mask with his M on it, with his face on it.
1: Oh why! I
2: mean, out of all the people, they could have did that with EC three when they did it with, with Kurt guess <laughs> Yeah, I don't
1: know that one. That, I, I, would, I, I, would, I, would I don't know it. if that was a good one to do right there, man. I don't know. So what, 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 uh, what, what would you what would you rate Impact then? Honestly, the show overall was a
2: good show, and we got a good ending. Cause the motorcycle machine guns—that was the main event. So yeah, I mean,
1: I give it a thumbs up. I mean, I'm glad to see motorcycle machine guns back, but it's like—is it gonna make oh, me?
2: Oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot a I match. Homicide and Rhino fought as well.
1: Did you just say? <laughs>
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> Homicide and Rhino He didn't just said it. Yes.
1: He didn't just said it. <laughs> Homicide yeah. and, Rh- and Rhino Yes. Yes. Homicide and Reyna. Homicide yes. is still an impact?
2: Oh, no. No, sorry. Not Homicide. Hernandez and Reyna.
1: That's better? <laughs> that that I, ain't better, bruh.
2: Homicide, uh, homo- I think Homicide lived, but Hernandez didn't leave. They came back in like 2018 to fight Santana and Ortiz and I think he just stayed since then.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> I, well, I, I think Heath and Rhino are going to be a tag team here too. I
1: think. You think Heath and Rhino? No, not again. Not again. Why is Rhino still wrestling? <laughs> I hey, you got to make some money
2: somehow.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. Well, well I just yeah, I just a quick impact stuff. here Okay. No, that, I mean it's all good. I, I'm not mad at you about that. one. All right, let's get into. Um, I forgot what I was about to get into. <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot that quick about what I was about to get into. You know what? So hey,
2: you want to talk about Troll,
1: or you want to talk about the? Uh, I, I, I was about to talk, talk about that. That Leo Rush is having his last match. Uh, really? against who was it against? Joey Janela. T- okay. Joey Janela, in AC, don't know who saw it, but was there a crowd out there? Yeah, There's a lot of people like that. Because the thing is, I'm just like, I would love to go walk the boardwalk, but that is just, a, I don't want to walk in all that COVID. Because s- <laughs> I know no. I'm not going to be the only one that's, not, I, I won't be wearing my mask, but I don't think I'm gonna be about that wearing mask. People are going to try to go escape on the beach and all stuff like that, and then no, I don't want all that stuff flying all up in the air around me on that boardwalk. No, I
2: think, I think, the company, Game Changer, or GCW, I think they are more enforcing. Like, they more enforcing. Even though they're outside, they definitely enforce the, the rules.
1: So, according to, I guess, the video, because I didn't see the, the last match, he um he had, everybody had a mask on? Yeah. Okay. Look, I... So, just- Oh, you sorry, sorry. No, I'm saying? I i I'm sorry that Leo Rush is feeling the way he does, but I don't think this is going to be his last match.
2: I don't either. I was going to give some backstory on it real quick. Uh
1: sure.
2: I think they're fighting this match because I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, George George Miller, Leo Rush had this spot. Uh, do you remember the
1: spot? You mean the power bomb off the ladder?
2: into the two tables, yes.
1: Yeah, and he, he and no he, sold it. Yes, and he no sold yes. it
2: that was George Janela that gave him that power bomb
1: oh so, my god <laughs> so I think Janella that's what pissed me like, off about Leo Rush I think that's what pissed me off
2: <laughs> so yeah he he came out and attacked him he had like a you know all black biker outfit on or whatever and then of course he had his last match with Joey Janela he lost but he had his last match and they, they uh, you know just said some words Joey Janela kinda like Said, if you don't, you know, if you don't like guys like him or just black guy black wrestlers in general, then you should stop following me. Don't, don't watch me. Don't watch this company. Don't watch wrestling because these guys are important. Basically, is what he said.
1: Wait, is so is that what you said? Does George say said?
2: Yes.
1: And he said, can you say what he said again? Cause I'm, I'm sorry, it was kind of breaking up.
2: No, I was kind of just paraphrasing. He was kind of saying, like, if you don't like this guy. Like guys like this, like the the black wrestlers, they, mm-hmm. you shouldn't watch me. You shouldn't watch this company because these guys, especially whether you like it or not, or you want to accept it or not, these guys are crazy, talented, the most talented people in the world. And if none of you got well, you know, he said worst world None of you racists went to watch watch any of them. Then don't watch any wrestling period because you don't belong in this company in this fan base.
1: Well shout out to Joe Janella. Oh yeah Oh yeah I, I appreciate him saying that Don't mean the match Was that great But uh Well yeah, I didn't see the match <laughs> I mean I, Well Did the Lady Sketch Happen to see the match
3: Happen to
1: see my match Leo Rush To Joe Janella.
3: All I saw was that Spot that he did You know You know AC Where they had as like Tall cement columns Next to like the Little sitting areas Yeah He jumped off of one of those Joe Janella. And Jumped off of one of those into I don't know was it a table I don't fucking know Let me just go back to the clip and
1: I'll show you <laughs> Oh wow Here it is oh, Okay So I'm watching the clip so, right here on the boardwalk So I had to hold the ladder for to get up there Yeah Lil is on a table Look like two of them Is
3: it a table I, I think it's a type of... If crash, Leo right. gets up and... No,
1: if the, we're watching this live right now, the podcast. If Leo gets up and no sells no this, that, that is high. We don't. Yeah.
3: We don't get to see that what happens after this. It's just this. And then they just run to them to make sure they're not dead. And that's
1: about it. I don't... I, that's a... That, that's too high. That's so, too much. Yeah, that's it's a, too much. That's George Nella for you, though. <laughs> All right, well... I, I hope Leo Rush, you know... Let's come back to wrestling. It's not at the the old-ass
3: closed-ass
1: showbook. Don't do that. Okay. So, recently, I had to take a swig. My girl, Big Swole, was on (laughs) a a a
2: podcast. I think she was on AEW.
1: Restricted. You you know what? You're right. The the AEW uh, Unrestricted Podcast. And she comments on all the stuff that, that uh you know a, a lot of things I found out about her. Her time in the Mayo Classic, uh, you know, being married to Cedric, how she wanna be a wrestler, her job at GameStop, stuff like that. Her job yeah, so random. You know, how she was when she was younger, she almost died. There's so much stuff I learned about uh, Swole. SWOO. And I, I think that that's known for you know saying because I, I was a fan of Big Swole. I, I think you know she, she needed to be sanded around the edges in the Mae Young Classic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, it, it never it never called her back. But uh, she um, you know, the, the one of the takeaways from the podcast was the time she said that uh she met Brock Lesnar, so sounds interesting. So uh, she said. Hey,
2: that's <laughs>
1: I don't know the swole voice that well. Do you know the swole voice? Oh, uh,
2: I, I know it, but I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, like, her voice is like a, a mama voice, like a like a mama. She got a mama tone to her
1: voice. Yeah. Um. So she, she uh she, no, she she has no problem. She said she ain't not walk on eggshells for nobody. Cause she ain't scared of nobody but the Lord and her mama. The,
3: I saw. I'm looking at the transcripts now. Oh, cause I'm not scared of nobody but the Lord, my mama. Uh huh. I didn't see Mary, Mary Ann Langhorn there at all, therefore I was just being, being me. Be me.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so the whole time I have this cloud of people and people that I know and stuff like that, I see Brock Lesnar, and every time he walks past all the extras, hello, sir, hello, sir, hello, sir, acting like they got wedgies, just acting all stuck up and stuff. I didn't know that was too long. My bad. And then uh, I got, they, uh, got wedges and everything and uh, it's like they're all stuck up and stuff I'm like he's just a regular person stop bothering this man so
2: <laughs> he it's said, awesome.
1: so the last per- so the last person bothers him and they're like thank you so much I walked to him and I was like Brock right he's like yeah I was like I just want to let you know I could whoop your ass <laughs> And the fact that I had the balls to say that because I was like, I'm gonna make him laugh because obviously he was so pissed off by everybody stopping him twenty four seven and he was like, That's funny. What's your name? And I was like, I'm Ariel And he was like, Oh, okay. I remember that. You can whoop my ass again? I can whoop your ass He's like, Okay, okay <laughs> He did the project, Okay, okay <laughs> and, then, and then And then walks off. Uh now there was another transcript from uh the podcast where Brock did see her again. Yeah, the one that I looked up doesn't have that part in it. Yeah, I've trying. To, I'm actually trying to find it uh, uh right now. I, first of all, uh, I, I I thought that the, the the whole thing in the first place, I thought was, I thought that's funny because uh Big Swole yeah. seems to be that kind of person. Yeah. Somebody has to be in her and, house, and and, I, and I'm about to say because Cedric don't have none of that. <laughs> Cedric. Cedric remind me of the Hello Sir. How you, He's how you probably know? the
3: straight lace parent.
1: Yeah, you know <laughs> he uh, he probably he probably is though. I mean, if, 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 they, they got one kid though, right? I think so. So
2: just, just real quick, why y'all looking for that? Yeah, she also said a story about Seth Rollins, but she made it seem like he was a bad guy when, in this story. Like, she said he tried to, like, uh, psych her out before a match. He Because he was like, when you go out there, it's gonna be dark, you're not gonna be able to see nobody, and you're only gonna be able to focus on the person that you're fighting with. And she said, when I got out there, I saw everybody. So, she was like, "All right, Mr. Rollins, Mr. Lopez, I see you. But, the the way way she said it, (laughs) it made it seem like he tried to joke her. I'm like, I, I personally don't think he tried to joke her. I think, Maybe when he first got out there His first time That's probably what he saw You know I don't think that was Necessarily trying to joke her or treat her bad But The way that she said it She said it like He was like Just Like he upset her So
1: So, Well you know that's what uh, it says here... She ain't scared of uh,
3: nobody but the Lord and her mama, she said.
1: You're right. <laughs> she said that after that, she said Swole ran to Lesnar again. She says that she was uh, ribbed into thinking she would be security guard that would help hold off Lesnar. She talked about him confronting her about the past she marks. She said, this is, and I quote, read the transcript here. It was a good environment. I had fun, Swole reflected. They ribbed me and they told me I was supposed to be the security to make sure Brock wasn't supposed to be there. Because it was Smackdown the next day. So of course I'm like in my heels and stuff. And I'm and I'm blowing up. I'm trying to do my job. I see Brock come. And he's like oh you again. <laughs> and you're the one that was saying. You're going to whoop my ass. I was like "Uh, yeah. And <laughs> he goes. So you're supposed to be security? With a question mark. They said, you're the one that's supposed to stop me from getting in here because he was supposed to be ready already that day. I looked at him and I was like, you ain't seen me. <laughs> I ain't seen you, bro. And I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone because I don't want no problems. I'm just like, I'm just talking. My Twitter figures just happened to come out. I'm like, my bad.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Can you, man, just get this fuck? That is spot? funny, though. <laughs> that is funny,
1: though. She like, no, man, bro. No, man, I'm just playing, man. You i, I was it. just
3: joking. You know, let's say, you ain't see me here. I ain't see, see you here. Mm-mm. This didn't
1: happen. <laughs> so, 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 I ain't so yet. So, just real quick, is yeah, she trying
2: to say that Brock Lesnar showed up to TV when he wasn't supposed
1: to? Probably did. <laughs> Brock, Lesnar showing up, Brock Lesnar
2: showing up to you when he's not supposed no,
1: to no you know it's obviously part because he's supposed to be a bit of rain that night yeah it's probably
2: part of the storyline oh
1: okay I was about to say because yeah. you know this man don't even show when yeah. he's no, so it's probably it. part of the storyline but remember she's he, he, supposed to be security and you know that night Brock was tossing security like left and right like in the garbage yeah, yeah, and shit yeah. like that so she, she <laughs> yes. like oh so you want to get tossed tonight he, you know what I don't fight being a the sink, brother so <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> so so uh I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good, bro. You know, my I get loot them loose slip sink ships. So uh she also talked I don't about. Know,
2: just, just real quick though, imagine that conversation
3: though. That seems like an interesting. You're security
2: tonight? <laughs> Yeah, I'm security it. So, Brock probably right, looked well. at her
1: with that like. Devilish grin. He looked like when he be laughing at stuff like, "Well, fuck you up.
3: <laughs> Probably that's probably more than Cedric has ever said to him
1: <laughs> to this date. But I think, but see, I think Brock got like a, a, a kind of respect for her.
3: probably because she walked up to him and said she could whoop his ass.
1: I mean, have you seen Brock live? That man is massive. But even, even at look forty, like she's some... smaller than me. mmm she might be. <coughs> I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Hey, y'all heard right that No, I saw I
3: think
1: down he the road. Saw he, he swallowed that soda too
3: fast. Yeah,
1: I did. I'm sorry. She also talked about how, you know, uh, Cedric gave her the inspiration to uh, go into wrestling. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's nice. She actually uh, uh, was saying how much, you know, uh, <clears throat> where is <throat> it? I, I had it pulled I had it pulled up. Uh, when, when uh, Cedric pulled to the back he, oh, she was like hey babe I want to wrestle and he literally sat me down he was like okay if you're going to do this Ariel you need to be a wrestler I don't want to hear this whole you're not a women's wrestler you're a, you're a female wrestler no you're a wrestler you need to have that heart that drive you're going to do this there's no quitting for you you will retire as a wrestler it was amazing it made me sit back and go like this is what I want to, This is what I'm going to do He kept me on the Straight and narrow Pretty much So we get so, I so stand crazy.
3: by What my previous Statements <laughs> That <laughs> he is Definitely the Straight laced parent <laughs> He was just like No It's 9 o'clock It's time for bed No cookies Yeah he probably
1: Irons his khakis <laughs> Especially when he When he his Regular gear He got his
2: glasses on Looking all stiffy,
1: Looking okay. like a regular
2: Yeah
1: to, to see the market over Jason David Frank. Oh
2: God!
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, she out make, teaching the kids how to take bumps and shit. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Uh, so it, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a great interview. Big Swell talks about a lot. Talks about that she was in the Air Force also. <clears throat> off we go. Yeah. Into the
3: wild
1: so uh, it's it's a, it's a really good interview, huh? I think Big Swell. I think
2: Big Swole was on the podcast with with Swerve, I believe.
1: Ooh. Like Isaiah? Yeah, I think her and Swerve have a
2: podcast. I mean, really? Uh, it's called, uh oh my God, Swerve City, I believe.
1: It that, oh, sounds so generic, yeah, but I like it. It really does. Uh, cause I was thinking that same I was like, it's probably something like Swerve City or something. That's like, oh, you know yeah. say Big Swerve. Um, Now to go on to see the podcast, we got to talk about Pat McAfee.
3: Oh my God. I just saw something uh, about that.
1: Two time. Colts punt Pro Bowl. You know what So he's a punter, sir.
3: He, yep, sir. And
1: on on his show, that I I never really seen the Pat McAfee show, but um,
3: when you said Pat McAfee, uh, I, I thought I was like not that Pat McAfee. Okay, that one. Hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee's show is a good listen if
2: you sports fan. It's like it's like I want to be. It's like the it's like a first take without Stephen Smith. But
1: like with, with <laughs> Max Kellerman, Skip Bayless, and, like, uh, another guy. Oh, <laughs> that's God. How <laughs> that's, that's how it would be. So, um, <laughs> he had Adam Cole on. And this was, like, a, a two-hour podcast. So I didn't hear the whole thing. But nah. there was a heated uh, argument at the end of the podcast. Adam, Adam Cole was
2: on there for, like, a good
3: 15 minutes. Or yes. 10, 12 minutes. I just, I'm just reading a quote from, um... Mark Henry, they they, was talking about it.
1: He said it's not. He said it's not a word. So, uh, Mark Henry, come on. Yeah, I know. Uh, So uh, he he was coming. Are you gonna get backstory
2: real quick? Are you gonna get backstory? You you
1: want me to do it? No, no. You you you, give me give me some backstory.
2: Okay, so since I would say maybe 2018, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee had like a like a like a sort of a rivalry. I don't know if y'all watch the watch-alongs. Oh, like, what? they do the watch-alongs. Uh, they do the pre-shows. And even one time, I think Adam Cole, he calls Adam Cole a match. I think he was about to hit somebody with a chair. He, like, took the chair from him. Uh, they do the watch-alongs and they, like, he gets on his nerves. He was like, who can I, who can I compare him to? And he was like, Byron Saxton and JBL. It's like that.
0: Yeah, hey, man.
2: Lord, yeah, and then, then Adam, uh, Pat McAfee was like, Adam Cole, baby. He was like, I'm out here. It was kind of like that relationship. Okay. So, yeah, they've been doing that back and forth. He 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 quote-unquote hates Pat McAfee. So they've been kind of back and forth since 2018,
1: 2017. So that's kind of like <laughs> a backstory. Okay, yeah. So with that backstory saying, it looks like Pat McAfee obviously watches wrestling, right? So, yeah.
2: uh, yeah, yeah, he's on the, he'd be on the uh pre shows,
1: yeah. So, uh, he made the comment that you know, uh, even though Al a good wrestler, he wouldn't be where he's at because he surrounds himself with really great talent. Real uh, no, uh, re- okay. uh,
2: huh. quick, real because he said it was small, but okay. No, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a quote before that he was just like, uh, because you know, the whole time they were kind of taking little uh, subtle shots at each other. But the one that kind of started this whole thing right here, he was like, uh, you know, you're good. You're very good, but you are nowhere near Shawn Michaels. And then he kind of just said it like smartly like that. And then Adam Cole said, well, Shawn says I'm good. And Shawn says I'm wanted, I'm going to be one of the best. And so then he was like, well, Shawn's a nice guy. So maybe he didn't want to hurt your feelings. And then he goes on to say, I'm good. I acknowledge that Shawn and that I'm on my way. But I still got years to go. And then he said, yes, you have, you know, years to go. But you're on your way. And then this quote is the next quote right
1: after. They just had that kind of back and forth. Yeah, when he comes out and says, basically, because you surround yourself with basically the, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, basically the unspeed era that Adam Cole got pissed and yeah. says, I find it so yeah, ironic that all people, uh, of all the people that say, I surround myself with really great talent." And that's why I su- uh, succeed. Of all people, you?
0: <laughs> what, a punter? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: You being sorry on a team that literally did everything. You just having to kick a football every now and then, and all of a sudden you feel like you're really important. Of all people to say that to me, I surround myself with super talented people, and that's the only reason why i was successful. You're a psycho. <laughs> he
3: was like, <laughs> he was like,
1: Yo, hey, the way
2: that he said it though. Interview, bro. <laughs> he was like, first of all, I was putting over the decade in my position. It decade. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, second of all, I, I,
0: I didn't say they were the only reason. I said they were
2: the main reason really? that you win.
3: Yes. <laughs> bruh,
1: it's like, yeah, I'm the jobber of the year. Like, <laughs> bro, what? He said, I, I was the putter of the game. I, was, he, I mean, got two Pro Bowls with the Colts. He has no championships. I can't. I'm just like, I was like... Well, you know, Peyton Manning left by that time. Yeah, Peyton Manning left by that time. So <laughs> he wasn't on the Colts when he had that, that one, when the Colts won that championship. So, <laughs> I'm just...
3: Okay.
1: Uh, so, that, that's
3: hilarious to me. That whole exchange is funny.
1: So, uh, obviously... That, uh, he, uh, was pussy. He, he, he stood up from the seat, uh, then he, like, knocked the microphone down. Uh oh. And then he was, uh, he got right, right up in the back of his face and started, like, throwing F- at up cursing him out. Like, you fucking asshole and stuff like that. They called another uh, the guy, uh, to, uh, the producer or something that tried to come there and calm down. He's like, get, get your fucking hands off. I was like, whoa, we not bleeping none of this out. So.
2: Don't yeah, um. Well they they do on theirs, but they, I guess they just
3: let it slide. They're on serious? Oh no that was I think that was
2: you No, know, they're they're on the actual like <laughs> they're on the actual like like radio station.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, what I'm looking at it was the uh the thing for busted open.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um what do you think it is? Do you think it's a work or do you think uh, it's a come shoot on now, 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 I'm, I'm asking Lady Sketch. I'm asking oh, okay. Lady okay. Sketch.
3: I thought it was a work when I saw it. Like when yeah. I saw the clip.
1: Because
3: a lot of stuff scrolls past my timeline. I see it with no sound. I was just like, what is this nonsense that Adam Cole doing? And I just kept scrolling. Uh, But no, I think it's a work. I think Pat McAfee is is trying to work his way into wrestling. And here we go. Here's no. your end.
1: Because. Uh, uh, what, 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 what you thinking, to
2: I don't think he's trying to work himself to be a wrestler. I think he just—they just friends and they play this role so well. He was like, "How about you just come on my show, and uh, and we just have something so people can talk about my show and get more, you know, get more things between us." Because uh, it's not a WWE thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. I mean, Say? well, first of all. Pat McAfee, if he's a wrestling fan, he knows how wrestling works. So you're not going to sit yeah, there. You're, you're get not more gonna clicks on video. Yeah, you, yeah, you're not going to sit there and talk about stuff. where you surround yourself with, with, with more talented people, first of all, everybody watches Adam Cole. You know Adam Cole's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. He doesn't got no, he ain't got no built. So that's why he probably Adam Cole. He
3: needs some milk.
1: A lot of it. So, <laughs> so I, I forgot what Jim Courtney said about Adam Cole the, the other day when he was facing Keith Lee. Uh, how he looked like I can't even remember the Jim Cornette infamous that Jim he was Cornette saying. Jim
3: Cornette just be saying so much shit. Who yes. knows?
1: But um,
2: and apparently Adam Cole was six
3: one. Bruh, it did it go <laughs> up? Because it was six. Crime, prime I can
1: send you a picture right now of me. Take a picture of Adam Cole. I'm six foot.
2: He is smaller than Mister Annie. <laughs> I could have sworn I thought Adam Cole was like five ten or five nine, but I, I, I guess he's terms
0: me. <laughs> oh,
1: you're right. Man. You're right. Look, all I'm saying is, um, it, it looks like it worked to me. I know Mark Harry feels like he believes is real, but I think he's trying to, egg, you know, egg it on egg, on, egg it on a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm like, it, man, it, it, they they, they, they trying to, it like, it like, it's clearly, like, it's it's clearly a work <laughs> because uh, I mean, what he said it, it was funny, you, you know. <laughs> the whole putter he thing. Said, I was like, You're a psycho. That <laughs>
3: took me over the
1: edge.
3: That <laughs> yeah, psycho
1: part. But I, I don't know why. So I watched that part of the interview, and I was just like, "That was I like that." So I was I was there to tell about it. So I don't know because maybe Vince uh wanted to get Pat Bagley over there Because he lost Gronk.
3: But no, yeah. I'm just when I say work, I don't think he needs to be arrested because after the Gronk failure, we need to chill on that shit. Yeah. But he could. I feel like he could angle his way into like.
1: Because I still don't know how Mucha Rice still got a job. If they have, I don't if, think oh,
2: sorry
1: no 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 go ahead
2: no I'm just gonna say I don't think he's trying to get in the ring to wrestle nothing like that no no I don't they he had him that. For like the, nah he's not trying to get in the ring he just likes like if I was him in his position I would want to be like a commentator or like a maybe an announcer or something like that so that's probably what he wants to do trying to do something cause he does the pre-shows but he don't do like the actual shows so he's like Maybe I can, you know, be a guest ring announcer. Or I can be, you know, guest commentator. You know, something small that I don't got. I don't have to do anything, but I can still be a part of this thing.
3: Listen, if Byron is still here, <laughs> he's got a shot.
1: Yeah, you, you're right. So uh, uh, that's, that's pretty much it with, with me and Prime Time. about to cap this whole thing off with the Wednesday Night War. So uh, stay, stay tuned for that one. And then we'll get ready to end the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wednesday Night War here on Nerd Coalition Studios and Nerd Coalition Level Up. Uh, so, we had a tough battle this Wednesday with NXT, uh, with the news about the North American Championship and carrying across just, you know, having the whole Rocky Four thing happen to Dobly Dodger But then, on the AEW's side, we had the return of Sammy Guevara, and so it was just a, a, a lot, and then of course uh, an open challenge from one of my favorite indie wrestlers ever. So, oh, okay, yes, okay. ever I'm a mark for uh, you know who when I get to him. So uh, we're going to get right into it. So let's start off with NXT. So NXT follows up that uh, after the after Keith Lee beat Dominic Dajakovic last week for uh, winner take all. William R- Regal uh, tossed Mike to Keith because he had a, an announcement. So he says, you know, i have all about by, uh, by opportunity. Talked about his trainer who passed away this year. Didn't even know that. And um, Yeah, that was, that, was, like, that
2: was when he won the North American Championship
1: when he passed away. Oh, he just died like, 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 recently, recently.
2: Yeah, whenever he won a North American Championship, he died. He, he uh, made his win towards
1: that guy. That oh, guy. okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so he said that, but now he wants to create opportunity because low key y'all can't beat him. So he is going to do Stone Cold from nineteen ninety seven, relinquish the championship. Or, or I won't not going to bring him up. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. uh When Stone Cold relinquished the belt, well, he gave it to The Rock, but he relinquished the kind of championship, and. Uh, He's releasing the, the North American Championship, and uh, he's going to defend the NXT Championship. So, Commissioner Regal said it's a great idea because the way we first granted the first North American Champion is how we're going to grant the uh, the next one. In a ladder match, we're going to have a series of triple threat matches. Don't know how many people are going to be in this ladder match. Usually, NXT don't go past six. but if you I have,
2: going to be five. Say what? I thought it was going to be five.
1: Oh, I I I don't I, I didn't even know because they said as a series of Triple Threat matches. And I'm like, a lot of people in any Triple Threat matches need to be in these matches. it <laughs> need to be in the match. So, I'm curious to I see. I they want to go with a whole new lineup. It probably would. It probably would. Uh, So, I'm like, okay. So, a, a Triple Threat match tonight is going to be featuring Bronson Reed, Rod- Roderick Strong, and Johnny Gargano. But first up, we have our first matchup of the night, which is Dexter Loomis taking on Killian. Dane now fantasy booking. Like, I'm like, these two would just go great together, like you'll know, see put together the matchup. And this is a hard hitting contest. I enjoyed this matchup because you know, Dexter Loomis is, is creepy as it is, Killing Dame is cr- crazy when he, when he used to do it, Sandy Days, and he looks good since he lost that weight. So, uh, they both had a hard hitting matchup, and then all of a sudden, Dom- uh, not Dominic, Dexter Loomis gets like a burst of energy. And then he takes down uh, Killian Dane, does a kip up, and then f- turns it into a leg drop. I'm like, get out of here. Yep. Goes for uh, a, a time bomb off the top, uh, misses the first one. It goes back, knocks Killian Dane down again, hits the second one, then hits his uh, finishing choke hole, and Killian Dane passes out. Dexter Lewis has a great victory in that one. I was like, I thought that was impressive. I think that's his best match on NXT so far. Uh, they in the Roderick Strong match at Great America Bash. Okay. Okay. I would, can see Would you agree with that? Uh, I
2: like him and Adam
1: Cole, too. I just didn't like that ending. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got a lot of those endings. Breezango's goes up next, coming out as the Mounties, uh, going up against Ever-Rise. I remember hearing about this tag team, Ever-Rise. and I remember not being sold on them and I think the name is one of the reasons why because you know I, I, I'm watching indies there's a tag team called uh, Milk Chocolate <laughs> and it's this black and white guy right and I'm just like I don't know why this name is not kicking it with me and this team I don't care you know what I'm saying about I'm just not invested so uh, Breeze I go, you know, uh, makes the work uh, double super kick on one of the EverRise members pins on one, two, three. Breezango is you know trying to work his way up the tattoo division so I appreciate sure, I don't know if you had a comment for that or not I mean I don't think this match was long enough
2: for me to even blink. so I don't know I agree I think I, I, I looked at my phone and I looked up and it was over
1: that, ha- that happens a lot <laughs> that does happen a lot uh backstage we get, which I, I definitely uh, skipped over by accident. Uh, but backstage, we definitely get uh, an interview. Bronson Reed's talking about he's ready for tonight's opportunity. You know, so we talked to Roderick Strong and then Bronson Reed with Thick Boy shirt. I think I wore that Thick Boy shirt. Uh, interrupts Roderick Strong and then Johnny interrupts everybody. and talks about he's going to be the next North American champion. Again, Thick Boy. And as they all walk away, Gary ready for a triple threat match. Dakota Kai gives a little cell phone video letting uh, Il Shirai know. That it felt good when she got a taste back in her mouth to come see her and bring the NXT Women's Championship with her. So, I didn't know she was next in line. Cause I thought she kept losing. But, hey, Dakota and Neo should be a good matchup. But, she ain't going to win. She ain't
2: going to win. But, like, didn't
1: they used to be best friends? Did we forget about this? I did. <laughs> yeah, you, I was with you. Because I could
2: have sworn, wasn't it? Like, when Kairi saying was playing Shayna and she had came out there. Oh, like, yeah,
1: like it was like that trifecta. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I was, I forgot about that. Uh, also backstage, we get Dominic Dachikovic in a short uh, promo saying that you know he was racking his brain trying to figure out what his next move was. Uh, after the, he lost to Keith Lee, but he says, You know what, next move is he's knocking out Kerry Cross because he knocked him out last week and he walks away. So is about to be on, but we get Aaliyah taking on Shazi Blackheart. Robert Stone is is the best part of this whole matchup. He's out there with with the, with the foot cast on, dragging his right foot away as he's as he's running around trying to give Aaliyah pointers throughout the matchup. Shashi Blackheart hits uh, the top rope, senton on Aaliyah, pincer, and uh, Shazi Blackheart goes. Uh, Where's the matchup? As Robert Stone gets knocked down when he was on the apron. By Shashi Blackard, she gets in her take and runs over his other ankle. The selling that Robert Stone does when he gets his ankle run over is hilarious. And so he's sitting there like, oh! oh, he's trying to get, the, try to get the take off, and he's like, he's actually like he's dying. It's grief It's really grief Yeah, it's
2: it's weird that he had to learn how to reinvent himself because I don't know how you felt about the list. I really enjoyed the list.
1: He was the TNA. Oh, I didn't like the list.
2: <laughs> Did you? Oh my god, he had one of
1: the best TNA promos I've ever seen, and it was. Backstage. I ain't say I ain't like, say he wasn't a good promo. <laughs> I just said that I wasn't a big fan of the list.
2: She's the love of my life. <laughs> y'all know what I'm
1: talking about. Uh, <laughs> oh I, I, I need I need to probably go back and watch some more of those. Uh, oh my god,
2: Madison Rain. Oh my god.
1: Oh god See that's what that's why that's what he's right there because I wouldn't be coming in. Everybody was like, She's the love of my life. He said, I love in your
2: heart, love your life. She looks
1: like a horse. He Oh my god. I'm gonna, I keep,
2: that. I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna keep quiet on that one. I'm gonna keep quiet on that one. Um. <laughs> uh we get a we, we get a package of Swerve Scott's like an like, uh, inside of his life, how he was, you know, you know, swerve is about confidence, how he got the confidence by performing Billy Jean in his front of his high school, and everybody loved it. And he said, he said, you know, you know, talk about foot, footwork in the ring, and if the footwork don't match up, you can throw the whole match. And he learned a lot from going against John Gorgano. So he's calling out uh, Pablo Escobar, and he said, I'm the only one. They got a win over you in NXT in that cruise in, in that tournament. So next time we meet, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm taking that cruiseweight championship. That should be a good matchup. I want Spur to win it, but Escobar is doing alright with the Cruiseweight Championship yeah. right now. So ain't time to take away from him yet. Johnny Gorgano versus Bronson Reed versus Roderick Strong in a qualifying match for the North American Championship ladder match. Best match of the night. This triple okay. third match okay. was awesome. Okay? In my in my personal opinion, we have yeah, Rock Strong hits the it's the spear. No, Johnny Gargano hits the spear. to Roddick Strong on the outside, and everything kind of like fleshed together of how that they, they was doing things. Uh, he uh Roderick Strong he, the beside the backbreaker hits one of Gargano. that starts running and hitting the the forearms of Bronson Reed caught up in the ropes. Gargano pushes him out, and then uh <clears throat> as he you know he pushes him out. He goes on goes on the Bronson Reed. And uh, tries to give him like the, the 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 double shins to the face. Uh, yeah, yep. uh He comes back in, hits uh, Roderick Strong with the the, the one final beat uh, DDT. Now uh, this is when uh, after he hits him with the one final beat, he goes for the pin. Bronson Reed jumps off the top rope and hits yep. the big splash. It, it crushes Gargano's hand. And then he pins Roderick Strong. Bronson Reed is going to the ladder match. Yeah. That's how you build faces. Yeah. When
2: they said fresh and new faces, they
1: meant it. Yes. But that's how you build. It ain't that hard. Remember, look. Bronson Reed, every now and then, was was going out there and winning little matches. And then you you got the... Bronson Reed reminds me of the better version of um, Bull Dempsey. I thought that was Bull Dempsey for a because uh, so, cause I'm gonna tell you right now I was not a fan of Bull Dempsey like that then he came over to the Indies I was like nah Bull Dempsey's not my guy Bronson Reed though I like. I mean he's big he's big you know he doesn't but I, I I I like Bronson Reed and I'm kind of upset there's no 2K can't come out here so I can play as him this year but going <laughs> you know, well, hope he's still there next year yeah I, I know right <laughs> yeah, I know cause you know Dan, well he ain't gonna be in no battlegrounds <laughs> so, he definitely gonna be in no battlegrounds uh, Timothy Thatcher is up next, going against Orni Larkin. No, tough physical matchup, but Orni Larkin is actually uh, taking Timothy Thatcher's game and using it against him by working on his arm and putting him in arm holds and arm submissions, and to the point where he's actually hurt Timothy Thatcher and he cannot get the upper hand on him. But then what he does is, as he as only Larkin is holding the arm bar, uh, uh, the arm lock on him, he goes and wins, uh, rolls up Larkin and then he grabs kind of like his tights a little bit and gets a three count winning the matchup as Lorcan still had him in the hole so it was a surprise win uh, by Timothy Thatcher so uh, Timothy does Thatcher that not you. make Lorcan look stupid? it kind of do but it's a still okay. hard hitting matchup. I, I like I am like it Thatcher too then we get backstage Robert Stone is sitting there with a lid nursing his ankle and then I, I forgot to mention Mercedes Martinez hit Shazzy black card in the face after she uh, rolled over with the tank and she says look I'm looking for someone to cover contracts take care of all the stuff outside the ring while she does her thing inside the ring and the minute you mess that up I'm breaking both your legs love it and now Mercedes Martinez is part of the Robert Stone brand I love it what do you think that was about
2: it? didn't I call this like a couple weeks ago
1: you, you, you probably did call it. You probably really it did. Seemed call it seemed like it
2: was predictable. Well, probably not. I, well, at first I thought, then after the human uh, shot, she started running them over with a tank. Then I thought maybe she'll be uh, the member, but no, nah, it wasn't. It was, it was my seniors.
1: Uh huh. Now it's time for the main event Dominic Dachakovic taking on Carrying Cross. Interest is still great. Uh, so both these guys have a nice little stare down. They get right to it. He tried Dominic tries to go for the feature eyes, but cross goes out tries to go for the for, for, for the doomsday. But then, uh, Josh, Kovic knocks him outside the ring. Uh, during the matchup, but cross trying to get the upper hand here. And, um, they, uh, cross, uh, is outside the ring. Uh, Dodjakovic goes, hits a dive on Cross on the outside of the ring, very impressive. And then uh, he he tries to toss Cross to the steps, but Cross reverses it and he goes into the steps. And then now Dodjakovic's uh, head is between the the ring post and the ring steps, and yeah. uh, Cross is looking at him and then runs and steps. And, I mean, he yeah. kicks yeah. that. Yeah. You heard the music right? And then he kicks the stairs over. Cold of it is out I'm just like Cause They've made that look Very real He yeah. ro- Uh Uh He Uh Rolls him in It's actually by After a choke stand bomb too He rolls him into the ring And he really doesn't move And the referee's trying to Check on him And then Um Cross comes up On top of him And then he just starts Punching in his face I mean like Slugging yeah. Down that Colvin So Keith Lee Like no nah, man I ain't coming down I ain't having it. He's rocking your man Apollo stuff. And then so, they add on to the rockiness He's like, "No, Keith, this is what I want. This is what he." As he's reaching out to Keith Lee, Keith Lee like, "Yo, man, are you sure? Come on, now, you sure?" Carrie Cross is looking at him, and he's like, "No, don't. This is what I want." And he turns him over, and he just gives him a slug forearm right to the face, knocking Dzhokharov out, and then uh, <laughs> he puts him in the, the sleeper hole. And then he chokes out Dr. Kovac. Keith Lee can't see no when he rolls to the ring as him and Karen Cross stare each other down. That should be a damn good match.
2: Is that how he gets called up?
1: Who, Keith Lee?
2: No, Dr. Kovac.
1: Called up? He needed to win the North American title. Yeah, I
2: heard he was getting called up. <clears throat>
1: I mean, if he do, I mean, okay, good luck to him. I mean, he's, he's a good talent, but he still needs work in some areas. Yeah, but you know, best mm. don't
2: care when you seven feet tall. He exactly. want you to come up soon
1: as possible. I mean, you're right, because uh, we need star power, damn it. But if you don't take time to make stars, because I'm like, this would have been a great time for Dodger COVID to go win uh, the, the, the North American title. Because like, remember, that, that takeoff was out until August something. So he could be mm-hmm. going he don't be on TV for weeks and weeks again about a month and then he comes back on TV and Ben's like oh Dr. Covey is back and he enters, enters himself into the ladder match and wins the, wins the whole thing that's how it should be and, and, but bringing him up now it's like Apollo Crews like why would you do that right now? Uh,
2: because
1: it's, it's not the first stupid thing that happens <clears throat> I not last well, that's why we're going on to AEW Dynamite so <laughs> Uh, We are here. It's time for the first opening challenge for the TNT Dynamite title. Uh, Cody comes out with Arn Anderson. And then so, my boy from the Eddie's, I have to tell y'all, Eddie Kingston is my guy. I, every time we have tickets up here in Philly to go to House of Hardcore, I'm like, is Eddie Kingston on the card? Because Eddie Kingston... Be uh wrestling with what was it the, the, the tag team? It wasn't the now. It was a uh, it was, this, it, was this, it was this guy who looks like Fat Jesus with the double D Duprees. Fat <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. See, it, oh, damn, serious! And, and he come out w- with the double D Duprees. So, I was a fan of Eddie Kingston's might work. I was a fan of Eddie Kingston in, in rank I mean, he's the most technical wrestler, but Eddie Kingston get, get, gets it done. Then when he went over to do uh was it the, uh the DCD or, or or the um what was the name of that, that tag team in Impact they had the uh
2: I forgot
1: anonymous I face mask it. on yeah I didn't talk about yeah it was like the the the, the, the DCD or something like that Eddie Kingston was over there in Impact they, they they revealed themselves of who they were which sucked because he did it too early and then he went to over the I don't even talk about it, though
2: they had all the mask.
1: yeah it was like him only,
2: he was like the only one that that, was, that showed his face
1: yeah it was like him James Storm and yeah. somebody else yeah
2: I think Man too yeah. I
1: think yeah so so, so uh, they, they uh, did that and then he goes over to AEW Power and uh, I like the man AEW Power so he's been all over the man been wrestling 18 years and he comes out cause a killer ass promo on Cody, because that's what he does. He talk about something you don't know about, suffering, you don't know about struggle. You don't know about, you know what I'm saying, you, you don't about doing this. I go around alcoholics, and, and then uh, he said, You don't know nothing about the struggle. So he says, But Tony Kyle brought me here for this with his match, and he said, but I can accept the match only if I get to choose a match only if you accept it. And it's going to be, you know, a no holds barred matchup between Cody and Cody and Eddie Kingston so I'm like well we know what we gonna get so let's just get this joint on so uh good matchup, by Sue. great way to open up the show Eddie Kingston does what he does best chop kick punches and scraps he's a brawler that's what he does he goes pulls up the uh the uh concrete so he can uh try to give Cody a pile driver on there gets backdrop on there and then uh pretty soon we get uh he, he, he takes off the, the, the weight belt they start with each other with the weight belt which is old WCW stuff, and then here comes the gray bag, <laughs> and we know what's in the gray bag. Is
2: this the first time we ever
1: seen the gray bag in AW? It uh when it, since it became Dynamite, yeah, okay. because I okay. think they, 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 no, we seen the we seen the broken glass with Kenny Omega and uh, Moxley. Yeah, that that, that, that was just the shattered glass, uh. So he, he he takes out the bag and pours out his dump tax, and I mean it ain't like how he pours it in a pile; he just pours it all over the ring. I'm like, wow. So I'm like, okay, Kingston is about to uh, get backdropped into there and take a crossroads. Into- Wait a minute, man! Come, come on, man! But, but then I had prime You're time really in far. my head. I had a bit. I, I was just like, because Cody been different since AEW. Yes. He he got to take yes. everything. And I don't know why he don't have to do that, but he does. And then, uh, so uh, Kingston gives Cody a power bomb right on the thumbtacks. Cody gets up and it's like it's, it's hurting him. And then uh, Kingston knocks him down, but he just like like uh, fighting spirit gets up and then knocks down clotheslines Kingston. And then I was like, "Well, is he is if he's going to do all this, is he going to give him a crossroads into the uh, the thumbtacks, which would be kind of dope?" But uh, <laughs> he doesn't. He gives him the figure four, and and it's still in the thumbtacks. I know it don't hurt, but he gives him the figure four, and Cody and that moment, at... Cody was like,
2: "How can I pin
1: him?" Exactly, like you know. <laughs> so then uh, Kingston taps out, which I would like the crossroads into the stack tax a little bit better, in my personal opinion. Uh, said, this How is that possible? If I can get a pentagram at a thumbtack, I can get a crossroads.
2: But if he has knee pads on. Dad, you gonna
1: like your full arm on your neck? Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you ain't got to sell it like Sunny Kiss or Sammy Guevara or anybody like that. You just got to just take a, a flat stomach bump and then just, just take it that way. And Cody can protect okay. his, protect his face with his arm. Okay. It's just that you know. Recently, Jungle Boy and Sonny kissing on them, been selling this joint by snapping on their neck like they like they Rodney Mac or something like that. I mean, like Willie Mac, and I'm like, y'all don't have to do all that 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 neck selling like RVD used to do. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta do all that. Uh, they got John Moxley in the arena, who prides himself on keeping it real. What you see what you get. You know, they talked about, uh, you know, uh to talk about him and, and how he almost ripped off Brian Cage's arm and you know uh next time I'm not letting go we get sure yes, sh- sure <laughs> we get MJF uh with Warlord com- com- versus a job by the name of Griff Grayson but Griff um, Grayson
2: the Blink is Griff Garrison.
1: I don't know because uh it's a it's a it's oh a, uh, oh because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he gets on the mic and he talks and he says you know what I, I, uh, I'm happy that you uh, came out here and got the balls the face me jungle man cause if you look at it he like a bigger yes. version of jungle boy and I'm like yeah yeah." I was I was all feeling it he said first of all that's not my name it's Griff Grayson like, like Peter Griffin and I was like stop it <laughs> so he, he knocks uh, uh, and he yeah, says that's a, that's
2: a that's a BTE running joke gotcha a running joke so oh, I think this is first time ever on even
1: on TV. But I think so. Know,
2: if You watch
1: BET? That's probably the first thing you see. Is, yeah, probably. Who's Griff Garrison? First of all, I bet
2: yeah, you know. said BET because <laughs> 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 I mean, my bad. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> know, damn <them>, well Griff <laughs> they ain't <don't> on BET. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, so he says Then you use a tag team match. So MJF hits him with the microphone, beats him up, and then is doing old school rock and mankind stuff where he's just like okay well i did not lose the match i'm still undefeated i have not been submitted so you're gonna tell me and tell me i'm undefeated and then he, he, he pins out, he was like ah i ah. So said that's not the answer i'm looking for so he says on again and beats him down and says tell me i'm undefeated he finds tells him he's undefeated and then he tries to push the mic back in his eyes but as it happened, um he puts him in between the ropes and gives him that uh, that pile driver, the, the heat seeker, and, and picks with the win. So, uh, quick win for MJF here. Uh, but I, I I enjoyed the um, it'll be damn. We got yeah. medical update of Britt Baker's medical condition from getting hit with a piece of paper in the face last time. And uh, Tony Survivor's out there interviewing Rebel or. Reba Oh however she calls it, We hear Britt Baker Calling Yelling for her He says Ladies and gentlemen uh, Conspiracy tomorrow. Huh Yeah man well, he, he said The conspiracy continues And then you know, uh, He said you Remember in April When Shida, uh Busted her nose And then But she's still The role model face the women's division She's going to be like Jordan and come, With the comeback And Shavala Trying to tell her Like you don't want to be Jordan Come back to the Wizards You gotta know But she was And then <laughs> Rebel, R- R- rebel with the line of the night. I'm
2: gonna just call her rebel. I think her they calling her rebel, but I think her name is Rebel.
1: Gotcha. With the line of the night saying, "Look, I understand you gonna be Michael Jordan because I look, I see Space Jam by Space Jam by 18 times. Like Michael, Michael Jordan always beat the All Stars, the monster <laughs> I was just like, what? Well, she said rule number four never kind a role model. She gonna have the biggest comeback of all time at all out. Uh, Brian Cage is out there with the FTW the FTW Championship with Taz, and Taz said, "Look, it's a difficult week. We had heated discussions, and to be frank, Brian's about to fire me. But I had to let, I had to protect my business investment because I tore my bicep once, and Cage tore his bicep once. And he wasn't going to do it twice. I was going to make sure he doesn't do it twice. I guarantee you that he will not be in that situation with Moxley." again because you put on a hell of an arm bar. You popped them hips. So you had a you put on, you put on a hell of an arm bar. But all of a sudden, Darby Allen's music c- cuts off Taz. Darby Allen's walking down to the ring. Yo <laughs> killed. <him>. Yo. <laughs> Ricky Starks come out of nowhere uh, takes the bull hit and when I say takes the bull, he got enzo He hits him so hard from the back yeah. as he's close, yeah. Darby Allen's head in, What? You can't, you, can't, you can't put no words in the same sentence together. Oh, 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 oh. well, look, Ricky starts, hits his head. I mean, uh, he hits Darby Allen in the back so hard, his head hits the top rope and ricochets. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's his top rope and ricochets off, and I'm just like, oh, my God. He may have a concussion. Like, seriously. So, um... He gets. He, he starts getting beat up. Brian Cage comes out there for someone who may have a concussion. Gets a power bomb on the stage, picks him up to give him a, give him a Mike Awesome power bomb back into the ring. Then I'm just like, yep. can, can can y'all tell this man obviously has a concussion? That man is dead. he's sandbagging y'all. Well, he's a he's a he's a skateboarder, so he probably is used
2: to it when he fall off or something.
1: That don't make they it. Probably right. used to just going through it. That don't make it right. <laughs> that don't make it no, right. It, nah, it don't. <laughs> it don't. But, Sean yeah, did it. It in the commentary that shit don't make it right. Uh, they continue- talk
2: about the man who picked him up on the
1: ladder and just threw him. Exactly they where he landed. Yes. Yeah. Rick uh, continues to beat up Darby. Uh, they grab the skateboard, and as he's doing that, here comes Moxley in the ring with a barbed wire baseball bat. So it looks like. Uh, it's going to be... Um, they said a tag team matchup, but seriously, I think, because I read some reports that I think he may have got a concussion, because his head really bounced off the top rope, and yeah. they the almost is hard. Like I said, Enzo had a concussion for a minute, so... But, uh, now it's time, uh, for... There's an announcement for the Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament, the Deadly Draw coming this summer. Deadly Games! <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that, yep. <laughs> Uh False Count Anywhere matchup, which we're we getting excited. The Young You're going to go into it
2: a little bit?
1: Say what? I so say you're not going to go into it a little bit? Well, oh, we can go into it a little bit. A little bit. I ain't got I ain't got much facts, but, but help me out here. How is is this to the yeah, I'm Where just it?
2: saying, like, it's like a,
1: it's like a tournament.
2: tournament.
1: It's going like to crown the first AW Women's Tag Team Championships, right?
2: Which they don't have any tag teams. So, which they, like, they don't. Why even, yeah, why even, like put this in the
1: forefront, y'all, y'all can at least build first, and then- I, I, I agree, because as of right now, I'm sitting, I'm sitting thinking, I'm racking my head, I'm like, okay, Britt Baker and, and Rebel may be one when she come back. I'm sitting thinking like, okay, unless you're going to bring up a ton of women off dark. because first of all, I, I think they're moving too fast, because AEW <laughs> has a great tag division, but they have a not-too-great women's division, and I'm like, you probably should build up your women's division first, before y'all even think about tag teams, yeah, because they got good
2: people. But it's like, how many people did they say they
1: said? Sixteen teams, right? Yeah, that that's way too much. First of all, I thought it was only eight teams, but but when you told me sixteen, I'm like, that's that's way too. I understand. Oh, maybe,
2: it is, maybe it is. Maybe there's is
1: six. Maybe there's is eight. I don't know. But but I'm like, oh my god, that, that's still that's still too many teams to the point which is like, okay, y'all gotta start putting some women together that obviously. There is no teams. Yeah. There's no chemistry. The the, the the difference between WWE at the time, when the women's tag team titles came out, Bill and Sasha was a thing. Tamina and uh, Nia Jax was a thing. The Iconics was the, always Iconics. a thing. Yep. The Riot Squad was a thing. Fire and Desire yeah. was a thing. They had, like I said, call what you want with WWE, but when it came to their women's tag Even team... Even though Vince
2: ain't announced it good. Love. For Christmas, you get a...
1: Job. Yeah, okay. Exactly. It, he 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 sold it like Chubs, but I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> the thing was, he yeah, they, they, they not so too good, but they had some legit teams that have been working together for months or years, uh, or or years. So to the point where they were an established team. So when they go up, when they go for the titles, it made sense. Now, there is no Riot Squad. There is no Fire Desire. There is no Bailey and Sasha. There is no uh, Tamina and uh, Nia Jax. There is none of these teams in AEW. So, with them being no teams, now like, you got to gotta create teams. Everybody's going to be a team where it's just like, y'all yeah, just do them together. Know, like like Naomi I mean. and Asuka. Y'all just do them together.
2: Yeah, it's going to be like uh, MJ Jenkins and like
1: I don't know and a jade a or probably so but that's yeah. how to get to the Falls County Anywhere matchup with the Young Bucks taking on the Butcher and the Blade Falls County Anywhere so the Young Bucks meet the Butcher and the Blade back there in Wait,
2: the, I like how they carry this stuff
1: in, in, in which way you're talking about
2: how they're actually a Butcher and a
1: Blade <laughs> oh, yes exactly and, and how they, had, they actually had to go back to like the Butcher area and stuff like that to find them. And now, the, let me wash my hands first. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, look, and they started with that. They start fighting. Uh, Nick, Nick Jax takes a, uh, a shoulder bag toss or a power bomb on one of them steel rolling uh, things. In yeah, like
2: oh, I, honestly, I wish they would have stayed there, to be
1: honest. Oh, well, I mean, okay, I agree with you that them not back to the ring. I was like, okay, I, I see why you're trying to do that, but the thing is, I was like, I, I'd rather them stay in the, in the, in the back area.
2: Yeah, because it was so much greater stuff they did. Like, he jumped over the little cart and kicked them. That was like, so, remind
1: me of Mighty Morphin. Exactly, man. it was. He Because he, he throws Nick Jacks, we talked about, and he kind of, like, slides over the cart, and then he kicks uh, the cart right back, into uh, the blade. So I, I thought that. And I know it's cool. jumped on it and took like a power bomb on it. I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. They gave a suplex wow. to Matt Jackson on another one of the cards on the other side. So, you know, the, the, they had the back, 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 in the back. And, and, and then we
2: get this good action. Jim Ross has to
1: ruin it. You said, who has to ruin it?
2: Jim Ross.
1: Jim, what did. Because I already paid to Jim, just, to Jim Ross said. So they what were. Was, uh,
2: they were outside on the production truck, you know.
1: Yes, they open it up, and it's uh Nick Jackson's face. Uh huh. He said, Nick Jackson, meet Nick Jackson. Nick <laughs> 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 Jackson runs off the truck and drops. I, I, I can feel you, I can feel you being pissed right there. It dives off of him. Uh, they are in the production, they are. They are uh, fighting in the back and they're making their way back making their way actually to the ring and I'm like wait a minute but before they get to the ring there's um uh, what, what did what did they dive off in the bag I, I'm forgetting I'm, I'm starting so, to uh, I forgot so it was like a what is it
2: called I, I, don't, I can't even put
1: my finger on it they go back out to the ring they start set up tables and I'm like okay so there's a table that's lined up with two on the outside uh, matching up against one of them. The blade goes for a running start to go do a toupee suicida over the top rope. And not only does the uh Matt Jackson move, but Blade misses the table completely. That looked like it sucked.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: that I'm like sure it did. That, that almost <laughs> up there on the level of Montez Ford where he just f- back flat bumped or it just missed because somebody didn't want to catch him. Uh, then, all of a sudden, the butcher runs over to Nick Jackson and it splashes him right through the, another table that's lined up right there on, on the corner of the uh, the barricade and the floor. So, uh, everyone's said, like, this is crazy coming down. So, now we do old school TNA. We do old school suicide. They, they're fighting up the ramp. With the, they got the tables there, yeah. <laughs> and they got the they got they got the old school TNA tunnels, right? The heel tunnel and the face tunnel. People act like we don't know what, that, know what that was. And they set them up on tables. Matt Jackson's on one side, Nick Jackson's on the other side. Nick dives off the tunnel, gives the elbow to the butcher, and Matt Jackson gives a swanton off onto the blade. They both pin them. One, two, three. The young bucks win. The matchup, which is a very good Falls kind of Anywhere matchup. Which yeah, you, I like
2: that shot too. Of both of them doing it at the same time.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it was good. That yeah, um, was good. Uh, I think that was the
2: only the only people to dive off
1: of that. I think. So far, like I said, back in TNA, yeah, back you, they, TNA, they that, that was old school suicide and sad boot crap that they used to do. <laughs> I uh, think they
2: just want to test everything first, you know.
1: Yeah, you're right. I'm surprised was Cody tested. T- going
2: up there. I'm
1: surprised Cody ain't tested first. Nah,
2: he ain't, that ain't his thing. He jumped up the tall cage. He ain't doing
1: that. The cage was taller than them tunnels?
2: Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> Cody he said, I jump no higher heist than that. He'll be all
1: right. This man crazy. Uh, I, I missed the uh, Lance Archer thing in the backstage.
2: Oh, and- he was beating up people. He threw this one man through the ceiling. Literally.
1: What? <laughs> You be like, like how to chug it out through all the way through the ceiling of the next man three?
2: Nah, not like that. He like, oh. he like threw him up and like the, the top of the ceiling. Gotcha. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know how you, how you explain the ceiling, how it's set up. Uh huh. It's one of them ceilings where you can see, like, I can't even explain it, but he threw him
1: through the ceiling. I got you. <laughs> we get uh, Diamante takes on Evil East next. Did I say them right? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, okay. I was about, so, Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Isn't that something? Which
2: they both are overlooked, to
1: be honest. But exactly, but they don't get, get a shot. Well, yeah, at the tag team. So, uh, <laughs> this, this, this match uh, has a lot of back and forth, some good stuff into it. As uh, Diamante is trying to go for her finishing move, Eva Lee's kind of verses out of it, but then she gets rolled up by Diamante for Great. the win. Uh, so Diamante has a shot at, uh, Hikaru Shida next week. H- Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Sh- come, on, come on, Mr. A&E.
2: Nah, I, w- I would say if, what do they call when they not? Proud and Powerful. If Proud and Powerful was not in the inner circle. I think she would be with them.
1: Okay, fair enough, you're
2: right. Kind of like how, um...
1: Because
2: Oh, I forgot her name was for
1: LAX. I forgot what her name was. Well, I forgot too, but even is one yeah. e- is one from, from, from Lucha Underground, right? i uh Doll Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one who was with Jimmy Havoc and um and i not I don't know her
2: from Lucha, I
1: know her from, from just the Indies. Oh gotcha. All right. Uh let's <laughs> so we can move on here. Uh Hangman Page takes on Five from The Dark Order wait hold on I'm, get, I'm getting a phone call oh it's just from my good buddy uh, Christopher Daniels The Dark Order sucks
2: <laughs> so I think they try to make this match from a, uh, from a from a from a from BTE okay I think cause BTE Heyman was like hey I, I, I went to the darkorder.com I was in a bad place and I sent some emails and I never got through I never got a phone call but I'm good now and then he was like, You're, you, didn't, you didn't get a phone call? So then he went to the back. Brody went to the back. He was like, so we could have had Hangman Page and y'all were just too stupid to get Hangman Page. <laughs> he took like a big roll of papers and just threw them at somebody and like, them nah, nah. out. So.
1: You know why? Because <laughs> okay. Dark Order sucks. <laughs> Uh The dark order sitting there watching at the top. Uh The match is really nothing. He gives him a that power. That is menacing, though. It it it, it is kind of when they, when they look menacing. Now when they look like man, they look. First of all, evil Uno in that suit looks terrible. <laughs> he ne- I think that's I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible. So then he gets uh, he gets five a power bomb. And it's done. Mister Brody Lee walks down. He says, "Look, I was I'm impressed with your match." And your stardom. And he said, I'm impressed. You know, but the thing I'm not impressed with is your lack of friends. You know, uh, your tag team partner uh, does not clearly pose an immediate danger. So, he said, but we can protect you because Dark Order is always here for you. And then he said, I appreciate the compliments. Honestly, I do. But uh, I'm not ready to join your cult right now. And then, so, he said, hold on, cowboy. You just made your bed. I hope you enjoy sleeping in it, said uh, Mr. Brody Lee. So, then uh, he goes back with Colt Cabana. And then who, who still looks so confused by this whole thing? And then, I, you, I
2: don't think he's joining the dark order. I think they just got like a they just like he just got coincident every week.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like and,
2: they, they took my they took my phone
1: or something. I went to go, I went to their to get it back or something. You're right. So uh, then he says, uh, then Heyman Page start being we start getting beat up by the dark order. Then all of a sudden, um, here comes FTR, FTR? and the then, top
2: guys and, I'm not calling them that.
1: <laughs> and they get the Kenny Omega. And they come and then comes out uh, like
2: thirty or forty seconds late.
1: And then they give uh Hangman a beer. And then so but I'm like, okay, so I'm curious to see what this all what this for. Main event time is I mean, lo- that's a
2: this is a slow burn,
1: I think. Oh, it's it's gonna be an excellent slow burn. Excellent. Uh Main Event time, we got Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy taking on uh with Marco Stunt, by the way. Taking on Jake oh, Hager So
2: you messed it up.
1: How'd I mess it up? The the Jurassic Express?
2: You put junk you put you put uh, Marco stunt. Last. Nah, you put him in there at all. Yeah, that okay. messed everything
1: up. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh well Jake Hager and Chris Jericho were Santana on Ortiz. That's why. So this <laughs> is it's a tag team matchup. a tag team matchup. Uh Zuluchasaurus is uh uh beating down Jericho and Hager. Uh, jungle boy had some offense in what Mar- marco said we the, the less I say the better about that and uh then all of a sudden uh with the ref distracted there's this masked guy from the audience that comes <laughs> and, and, and his lucius and they were saying his name like like what was it sir sir pic Piccaro? i don't know what he, sir Serpentico. Serpentico i'm like they, i don't know they said his name like he was on aw fight just to start. Well, well, he he is on
2: dark.
1: All right. Okay. Yeah, he he's
2: actually a real person.
1: Yeah, okay. Is, yeah. As soon as he got in the ring, strolling, I'm like, I know exactly who that is. He couldn't even be the street about who he it. he was by like when he he kind of when, when I look when you see his eyes, he's like, oh,
2: okay, I know exactly who that is.
1: Exactly. So they go beat down Luchasaurus. They go beat down Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt and everything. And then, he, uh but they hit. He is a cold breaker. Uh, on the shorts for the three so the inner circle wins the match nice
2: cold
1: breaker. nice cold breaker. I'm
2: surprised he can still use that
1: name and then after that he reveals himself to be Sammy Guevara so Sammy Guevara is back Uh, Tony Khan did uh, talk about his suspension and everything I'll talk about that more on the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast but yeah so that was uh, the Wednesday Night War so this week who won and in my personal opinion I'll go first Dynamite won because of two things. i am glad to see Sammy Guevara back and like I guess I'll talk more about his suspension on the podcast. And two, Eddie Kingston. You know, that should be number one. Eddie Kingston on AEW with that match on Cody. Even though NXT had a great week and uh I forgot to mention that Finn Balor promo that he did, which is which is, which is pretty which is pretty cool. And that, that awesome triple threat match, you know, so it just wasn't enough to be Eddie Kingston for me. So who won this week for you?
2: I say AEW for the Young Bucks match and the Eddie Kingston yes. Cody match. Especially because it didn't end with him going to figure four in the uh, in the
1: pinfall. You're right, actually, right now I agree. So guys, post any comments down below. Who do you guys think uh, won the match? Make sure you subscribe to Nerf Studios and like I say you guys are going to be hearing this. Uh, we're doing a, this is all part of the podcast anyway. So we gotta we gotta uh, move on to the rest of the show. Alright guys, that was the Wednesday night war with me and Prime Time. Uh so now we're about to end the podcast. Make sure you guys check out spacesaffiliate.com for all your podcast needs. Make sure you check out, you know, all of the content they have on the Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop horror show, Lulu uh the Market Dark show, both sides. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. The No Gimmicks of Wrestling Podcast. Turntable, semi Culture and Beyond. Nerd Gaster Talk Podcast. Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. So make sure you check all that stuff out. We're all on the podcast app Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or, uh, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check us all out on there. Then make sure you guys check us out on YouTube Premium as well if you like this on YouTube Premium. And uh, make sure you check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast also. I mean, Prime a We week coming. Got to oh we do uh, break down that big week coming up. Uh,
2: so this week we have all that we basically every day this week we're gonna have all that cast member on the show, talk to them, and then we're gonna lead up to a all that Zoom call with like six different members of the cast that were not uh, on the Prime Nostalgia podcast episodes this week. So Thank we have like a all that celebration week
1: they kill bitch I said what's up shut
0: up
1: (laughs) that that should be a good listen to as well and uh, like I said make sure you subscribe to NERCO studios and their coalition level up Uh, along with that you guys can get all your your new stuff from uh, what we're giving out at, and uh, stay tuned for some classic pay-per-view wrestling pay-per-view reviews I I can't wait to get in there it rose a lot of bad stuff so make sure you guys stay tuned for all that stuff but that is it guys uh had a massive podcast today I hope you guys stay, stick with us through the whole thing I appreciate you guys staying up with me and doing this podcast hopefully we can do, do it sooner but you know we're not big time level where this is our job so mm-hmm. we can't do it just yet but once again uh make sure you support us and support the channel with that day. Check out the com. the com, where you get all your Nerd Coalition merch. You know say the the The, the, the logo, the classic logo, the, the no get needed logo, and t-shirts and stuff like that. We're going to try to have more stuff up there. So, all oh, that stuff is great. So once again, like, subscribe, share. And once again, this is a Place to be Trump's and we not Deion's hands for primetime. I'm
2: not going to do it today. I'm going to say ah ah do not do it to
3: yourself.
1: And the Grace oh sketch, sketch.
3: It's been real.
1: All right. And Q Flow, where no. No, I thought you were about to say it. Flow, wherever you're at, take us out.